Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti slut shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> Hello, fuckers. Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fuck. It's the anti-slut shaming podcast. I'm Corinne. I'm Christina. And thanks so much to our sponsor for today, The Bold Type on Freeform. Check out the new series, The Bold Type, premiering July 11th on Freeform. Inspired by the women of Cosmo, The Bold Type follows three 20-somethings trying to make their mark covering sex, politics, and fashion Mm. at a prominent women's magazine. Ooh, which one could it be? I don't know. All while going through the ups and downs downs of with a capital a adulting they tackle everything going on in the world right now wow everything uh and they aren't keeping quiet about it the bold type series premiere july 11th and tuesdays at 9 8 central on freeform honestly the show looks really good though that's why we said we would promote it yes i wash it um come see us live yes on friday july 14th it's nacho bitches at new york comedy club uh the show's at 11 15 p.m use code nacho for ten dollar tickets these are such fun, crazy shows, and they're co-hosted by Blair Saki and myself. You only have to be 16 to get in. You know, just don't come blackout drunk if you're 16, because that's uh, illegal. Thank you. That ain't cute. And then the next week <clears throat> on Friday, July 21st at 7.30 p.m., Wendy Starling and I are co-hosting Glamour Puss uh, at Zinc Bar this time. This month is going to be in New York City. Thank you to everybody who came out in L.A. We sold out the show super quick, and you guys are a fucking amazing crowd. So we're back in New York. Come hang out with us. Uh, Montreal, Canada. We're back at Just for Laughs, July 28th and 29th. We're doing more this time because we did a good job last time, so we got rewarded. Thank you. Uh, guys, we fucked experience show we're doing. We're doing a live podcast recording, and Christina and I are also co-hosting two off-JFL shows, which means, quote, we're doing stand-up, as people like to say. And if you, don't, if you live in Canada, but you don't live in Montreal, and you're like, ah, geez, you're not coming to my town. Well, if you're in Toronto, we fucking are. For Just for Laughs in Toronto, September 21st and the 22nd. We're very excited. Going to do a live podcast. Going to do Guys We Fuck the Experience. Uh, yes, it's going to be very fun. And we know there's a lot more parts of Canada, but we can only go where we are booked, guys. Sorry. Talk to your local venue and be like, get these <laughs> girls out. I'll come see them. And looking ahead to August, if you are planning your summer vacation, uh, Philadelphia on Friday, August 11th at 9 p.m., uh, me and James are doing a little mini tour. I'm going to be at the Victoria Free House, which is 10 South Front Street in Philadelphia. I like Philadelphia. It's fun. We can go to Con- yeah, Con- Town, Calm Dumb Kingdom together. Calm Dumb Kingdom. I was like, how do we even say that? <laughs> uh, and then the next night, uh, Saturday, August 12th, I'm going to be in Baltimore, specifically Parkville uh, at Sully's Comedy Cellar. Again, 9 p.m. You can get discounts for both of these shows by using the code Alfred. I'm headlining. James is featuring as it should be because yeah. I'm a woman. Thank you. Show us some respect, James. <clears throat> he does. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're on Spotify. And if you live in New York City, some of you have been tweeting us. Spotify is promoting a lot of their top podcasts, and we're one of them. And I'm very excited. If you want to listen to us on Spotify, just go to Spotify.com slash podcasts and you'll see guys we fucked or you could just search for guys we fucked in the search field thank you to spotify for fucking putting us on subway ads and not giving a fuck about who the fuck sees the word fucked were, were people upset about that no i'm just but so many comp like we've done shows and we've 
we've had people like, I just, I don't know if the name, I mean, I just don't want kids to see it. And, you know, kids are going to see a lot of If you're on the subway, life. you're going to see someone's dick. Or someone shitting on the platform. Yeah, you're fine. Well, and also, uh, it was so funny because when we were, you tweeted that Spotify, like, uh, ad with Amber oh, Rose. Yeah. The comments are literally all the the worst things in the world. I, that's why I purposely, I told Steve, I'm like, I am not going to read any, read any of these replies because yeah. they ain't going to be nice. Well, the thing was, I, I wasn't in a good ex- mood. I wasn't even expecting it. And I was just like, kind of curious and it was just like literally the worst things in the world about us and about Amber Rose. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> uh, Stitcher Premium. If you've <laughs> binge listened to every regular episode of Guys We Fucked and are sad tweeting us, uh, we put out two bonus episodes every month and have a backlog of 21 bonus episodes that include fun shit like productive prank calling, LOL, drinking and smoking and reading <sighs> listener emails, you. Uh, and calling listeners and solving their problems on the phone. This is true. We have called just listeners. We don't tell you we're calling. We just fucking call. Um, These episodes are so much fun. Not only to listen to, but to record. It's kind of like a throwback to the way things used to be when we had, didn't think anyone was listening to the podcast. <laughs> Sometimes we forget we're recording. Yeah. I mean, but really, this is this could incriminate us. Uh, so visit stitcherpremium.com slash GWF. The cost is $4.99 a month or $34.99 for the year. The promo code GWF gives people one month free trial and $5 off the annual plan. So that's $4.99 a month with one month free trial. And the annual plan would become just dollars $29.99 a year with a one-month free trial. It's a great way to financially support the podcast. And then you get fucking more guys we fucked. Everyone's yeah. always like, how can I help the podcast? This is this get is the Stitcher, best way. But you have to go to stitcherpremium.com slash GWF or we don't get any credit and shit. Right. Besides my kids can't go born. to college. Uh, I don't have any yet, but it's cool. Hey, I hate trying clothes on. And I also hate having to return items at the store that don't fit because I'm usually too lazy to return them. And it's my fucking fault because I'm too lazy to try them on the first place. And I always feel like I don't have anything to wear. And our sponsor for this podcast, uh, one of our sponsors is Latote. And I fucking love this service. Latote, it's a fashion subscription box that sends brand name clothing and accessories right to Yadua for a low monthly fee. You can run up to 700 bucks worth of fashion from designer brands like BCPG, Nike, Rebecca Minkoff, and a lot more the whole month, all month long. And they have maternity totes, which are perfect if you're expecting because your size is constantly changing because you have a human being going inside your belly. Um, So now you don't have to buy maternity clothes that you will never wear again. Um, I fucking love Latote because I personally use it to experiment with fashion that I would not... I, I'm not, uh, I don't have the ovaries enough to buy myself because I'm like, I don't know if that's too bold, but with the Latote, you can kind of try on things that you norm- normally wouldn't buy and see if it fits. So go to Latote, that's L-E-T-O-T-E dot com and get started for as little as 39 bucks a month. You can get 50, uh, 50% off your first month when you enter the promo code GWF at checkout. So once you sign up, you will receive your completely customized tote within days. Wear what you want, return everything in the mail when you're done, and repeat all month long. Again, that is latote.com. Enter the promo code GWF and feel fabulous fashion delivered right to your door. All right. One more ad. But I it's, promise. It's good, and you can get free stuff. 
Are you tired of overpaying for uncomfortable contact lenses? Yes. What if I told you that you can get a fresh pair of lenses for every single day for $30 a month? You shut your mouth. Guys, that's a dollar a day. Half the price of other brands. Guys, it's Hubble contact lenses. Go to HubbleContacts.com and get your first two weeks free. It's true. You can just literally go to the website, type it in, and just get free contact lenses for nothing. They don't question you. It's not a it's not a thing. Uh, I was very hesitant about these Hubble contact lenses because I was like, why are they so cheap? I'm putting this in my eyes. This is very important. However, Uh they were very soft. Packaging was very cute, which is not really important, but I liked looking at it. Like when it's in my bathroom, I was like, oh, this is a box I like looking at. Uh, Hubble sells directly to you so they can offer contacts for half the price. They can send you to an optometrist if you don't have a prescription today because you do need it like a prescription. It's illegal not to have one. Yeah, come um, on. Go to HubbleContacts.com. Get your first two weeks of lenses free. That's 15 pairs of lenses for free. Can't beat this deal. Uh you go to HubbleContacts.com and get 2020 vision for half the price. It's Aww. H-U-B-B-L-E Contacts.com. Dot com. Um, okay. And this is uh the this is the last Friday of June, correct? Yes. So it is. we are finishing out our Pride New Alternatives series uh with our final interview. Thank you to everyone for listening and thanks to all the folks at New Alternatives for making that happen. Remember, if you wanna if you didn't get to like march in the parade or you know, change your Facebook avatar to something with a rainbow bow on it, uh, the way you can help with Pride is by going to New Alternatives uh, NYC.org and donating. There's a PayPal button right on there. Uh, And today we're going to sit down with a person named Toriano. I didn't know if you were going to join in. (laughs) We're here at New Alternatives and we're sitting here with Toriano. Welcome. Hi, Toriano. (laughs) Hi. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) I feel like this is the perfect thing for you because you were just telling us that you kind of want to start your own radio station slash podcast yourself. Yeah, I've been um, working on a lot of things like music um, mixes. And also I want to work on this new show called Dear Tori. It's like a, a vice column of sorts for youth ran by youth. I love awesome. that. That's and that's very similar to what we, we hear we do here at the podcast. Uh, so I feel like you're you've sent from the fates to uh, interview you here today. Can you? <laughs> so you said you're 23 years old. Yeah. Can you tell us just a little bit about what brought you to New York City? Whether you were born here, if you were born someplace else. I was born here. I was born in Queens General Hospital. Um, at the time, they had a maternity ward. Um, they don't. They have, don't anymore <laughs> because it's a new. Um, they designed the whole thing new and the maternity war and the I build in place everything is in this one building I'm like ain't that something <laughs> they just knocked it out they're like not important anymore <laughs> no it's, it, 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 it I do believe that it was a big space uh-huh. they could have knocked it out a couple of floors maybe but kids still to this day are very important when it comes to where how they are raised what are they fed? How are they treated with the first few hours? How are yeah. they treated within their lifetime? You know, how are, how are you treated? Um, there was mixed reactions to my um, childhood. Yeah. Um, a lot of people did like me and also a lot of people didn't like me. And unfortunate as it was, that's that was life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I know like are you talking about like getting bullied because like I got bullied in middle school for just um, being yeah. a loser. 
<laughs> yeah. But um, here's the thing. I'm not sure if I could say certain words, can I? Oh, you, you can, can say, say any word you podcast, want. Yeah. You okay, can whatever, um, because, whatever comes to your mind. Because you don't know it. <laughs> no, who cares? Um, unfortunately, I was bullied about a lot of things. I was mm-hmm. called mulatto because... Oh, yeah, pretty much. Because your skin color. Yes, because either I was too dark for one table or too light for another. Yeah. Um, I used to be called Twinkle Toes. That didn't bother me. That one I was didn't. Like, that's kind of a compliment. <laughs> I wish I was called that. <laughs> um, but, you know, the constant words faggot or anything mm-hmm. that come across, you just, if you was that one Thor, you, just that thumb sticking out somewhere, mm-hmm. you just knew. Short thumb. You just knew, and I was always the smallest one. That was the funny thing. Oh, really? You're so tall. yeah. I was gonna say you're so tall. <laughs> I know. Puberty was like, um, surprise! I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. And what brought you to New Alternatives? Um, at the time, um, I really needed services. Um, I still do, but I get by whenever I have what I have. You know, mm-hmm. I was taught like that. But New Alternatives was um for um when i couldn't eat um i was 19 about to be 20 kicked out by my aunt um we have a weird relationship now but um, why'd she kick you out at the time she couldn't accept homo people in her family and now we i guess we get along that has passed but there's other issues and i'm like okay long as we good on this end because yeah. that's something I won't be able to change. You yeah, know? that's part of who you are. That's a beautiful part of who you are. I think, in a sense, when I look at children today, I mean, I make certain judgments, but it's always like, I think about it, I'm like, was that necessary to be said? And then later on, somebody thanks me about it. Um, oh, yeah. Um, like for you saying something specific to somebody? Yeah, because if you have been there before, before you let this person walk down that left, just give them the fair warning. Like, oh, this this might happen. This happened. What about with what? Like with like for instance, people, places, and things. Um, if anybody knows NAAA or mm-hmm. any of the anonymous addicts, yeah, I would be around them. I even had to um go to Narcotics Anonymous one point. Um, and I was taught. It's the people you have around, the places you be at, and the things you see or have around you will be the ultimate shape of your either success or demise. Mm. I tell a person because maybe they are similar to me or they just need to know because they just came into a situation like mine's um, years ago where being homeless, being gay, and being trying to slowly discover yourself but yeah. was not able to. I give these resources just like how people gave me the resource for um, no alternatives. I give these fair warnings. And then later on, if they take the advice or not, that's up to them. Mm-hmm. And some I hear a lot of times now, and I still don't believe it. I'm kind of like shocked <laughs> that. Thank you, Tori. Thank you, Array. Some people call me Array because that's soon to be my name, I guess. But, you know, I'm just here to help people as long as I live. That's great. Yeah. I mean, uh, and then when you when you were talking about narcotics, how did what happened that made you choose to use drugs? I have I, an idea, but you might have the same idea that I'm about to say. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, at first it was cool, you know, a cigarette here, a cigarette there. You you wouldn't think about 
eventually, just a cigarette, yeah. eventually later on you smoke in packs upon packs upon packs but it comes with that territory unfortunately because like when i was um going through a lot i'm mm-hmm. still going through a lot mm-hmm. but um when i was first getting into the homeless thing i would smoke my packs about one every two hours and i'm like a pack every two hours and i looked from where i started to oh there and i'm like no yeah but like the, that gradual increase of I, I, cigarettes per day and it was like that with my marijuana use mm-hmm. oh, okay. i i um i slimmed that down now um my alcohol habits uh-huh. um is one glass of wine during a sunday if i can do so uh, that's because, not bad you know now um that that no, that's like that. that it wasn't always like that <laughs> <laughs> your voice just no 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 <laughs> it wasn't always how much like wine that. did you drink i mean because i know bitches that drink like some girls that i know drink legit a bottle and a half a day listen oh yeah <laughs> i remember my grandfather used to have three different types of moonshine whoa moonshine's intense and i remember at one point i would drink a shot of it i'm like oh my god yeah and it would burn it burns <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah like something like that right yeah you're cleaning your inside yeah then then a week later i'm like Oh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Because you built up like an immunity. That to was it. me and whiskey. And that led to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, me and whiskey um, don't get along yeah. unless like there's a rough breakup. And even then, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm putting my, my best friend Jack right there because I don't know how you're going to do me today. But Jack, <laughs> I want you to stay right there. Yeah. Well, that's very <laughs> smart that you realize that maybe it doesn't always have the kind of effect on you that you want it to or yeah. makes you the yeah. person that you want to be. I think in a sense, um, we do a lot of things because maybe attention is necessary or maybe there is a story that we must all tell mm-hmm. or there's a demon inside of us. It's that definitely that one too. <laughs> um, that we can't understand or can't cope with. But I, I'm not no judger at that because of one reason for a person like and I'm never going to put myself in this one at this point. I'm going to, for a person like you, let, let's say if you, me and you just met, just like me and you just met, mm-hmm. right? Let's say if um, I was supposed to talk to you and automatically judge you, would that be fair? No. It's human to judge. I always ask myself though, because I judge people a lot and I always, but on the inside, like in my own head. Yeah. And I I used to be more like my mother. I'd be like, bitch, are you serious? <laughs> and it just comes out as a thought, but yeah. it came out verbally too. Yeah. But um, at this point nowadays, I can't afford to judge and I'm not God. I'm not whoever you believe in. Right. Um, Because I'm also very respectful about um spirituality in a sense. That's great. So, and, and like when I say this, Never judge a book by its cover um, because eventually that one person that you might judge, you might need them the most. Yeah. Have you ever found that? Have you learned that through actually judging somebody? And then (laughs) (laughs) I feel like the answer is yes. Yes. By um, your smile. I mean, of course, um, there's always that. You know how, um, have you ever heard of Dan Ross, the boss? Mm -mm. Well, there's a one famous line from there. Um, the song basically is like, love showed me who who was the boss, you know? Mm. You thought you had everything in control, and then love's like, 
over here. <laughs> <laughs> nope. And and I guess when you start making less room for hatred and more room for love, love will let you know this ain't right. I mean, you might enjoy it now, but how about later? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You seem to be talking a lot about love and like you uh, refer to like a, br- a rough breakup before. Have you had any kind of uh, relate romantic relationships that have changed you or made you do something that you didn't think you were going to do? Um, like yeah, a podcast. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why this podcast exists. I mean, I could definitely say a lot of things. I never thought I would be a male version of Tina Turner. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I love wow. you. <laughs> how, how can you, you need to give us a little Expand detail. On this, please. I mean, yes, this is amazing. I mean, it was just coincidentally that we both sung. But anyway, that's not the main point. Me and my um, ex... I'm friends with him now. You- oh, good. Wait, how do you mean the Tina Turner thing? Do you mean domestic abuse? Yeah, we're going to oh, get there. Oh, I thought you meant you were a great singer. I was like, well, I know Oops. that well, I no, took a no, beat no. and then Sorry. I was like, wait, this, I feel like this is the bad part. I thought you meant you had like moves. No, no. And, and sang. Sometimes there's, oh, shit. <laughs> there's, there's good and bad. I, okay. I, I, I'm a songwriter. I sing. You okay. Know, I do that kind of stuff, but. But that's there was no, abuse, that's, yeah. there, there, And that's, that's confusing no here, when it's in a romantic there. relationship. And, and a lot of people don't think that a man could be ever in the same predicament that Tina Turner or Ronnie Spector or T-Boss from TLC. Oh, yeah. Or, I love your reference. Or, I love or, T-Boss. Or Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. You yeah. never think that men could be in those predicaments because the way the media tells you. But, Absolutely. Um, and that sucks because that makes men less likely to step forward or seek help. Yeah, and, and it's funny because... I had a partner that at first it was beautiful um, and it almost was too good to be true. And in my gut, I should have listened to that, I guess. (laughs) Um, But, you know, when you're young and in love, you didn't realize in the final, those final small prints, fuck ups may and quite frankly will happen, you know? Um, We used to raise each raise our voice at each other but i would never touch him you know and um there was days where i was like i don't want to have sex and he's like oh come on come on come on and i'm like okay then there begin mm. then it started becoming more like you're going to give me sex you're going to do this you're going to do that and when i said no he he would smack me down to the floor sometimes mm-hmm. i remember there was times where i would be raped and um i didn't know that spouses can be raped you know a lot of people a don't. lot of people think that spousal rape doesn't exist and it totally does it's actually i feel like super common and also like domestic uh, abuse and like sexual assault within uh gay relationships people just aren't really no talking about, about it that. but and, it's it, the, especially the domestic and, abuse is so prevalent and ironically enough <clears throat> when it comes to the whole spirituality and religion things you may not realize this but a lot of the religious and spiritual books that you have actually says this as a rule that you can have sex with your spouse without permission and i'm like oh, like that's really? their duty yeah. yeah and i'm like maybe in certain references or how you take this as you want it i personally don't give a damn yeah but i'm i'm literally a person that could say that I went through the whole trying to kill myself because I didn't want to deal with this man. I dealt with thinking I was too heavy because I was 450 pounds at one point. Whoa. I also was anorexic too in the complete opposite way. Right. Yeah, you went through all the extremes. And how how much do you weigh now? Because I was like, you're very... very, Yeah, you just fit and very handsome. I'm 200 
<laughs> I'm serious. Thank you. Um, I'm 226 now. And how how did you? How did, that's not, that's, <laughs> that's an exact a lot number. of weight to lose. How did you go about losing that? Especially like um, when you're stressed out. I know. Um, I, I actually, eat donuts when I'm stressed. <laughs> oh my yeah, God. Uh, this is how it happened. Um, my mom passed away um, when I was 15. That's when I found out I was 450 pounds and I had to change my weight. And and then my, you went to live with your aunt at that point as well? Or um, No, no, no. No. Um, <laughs> There's so much. <laughs> more in between. I mean, let me give you a little yeah. short yeah. thing. Yes. My grandmother and my mother and my... My grandmother and my mother and my godfather um, always used to work around each other. My father wanted to be in my life, but my mom was like, no, you told me that I was the only one while you have a Michael Jones Jr. You have this, you have that, and you have a wife. Oh my God, okay. And it's just like, for his, for being that he was a dad that actually wanted to be here, mm. she, uh, a lot of people look at, at her spiteful for not having me there, you know? Mm-hmm. But I can under- also understand my mother's point of view because yeah. one, you played me and I'm not going to have you play my child <laughs> right. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess there's this thing that sometimes men do dog women mm-hmm. for, oh, yeah. <laughs> but there is reasons why things happen. And I, even if you can't and can't understand it, and um, I was I was um put up for adoption, um, on, quote unquote adoption. Yeah. But really, reality was I had to um be put up for adoption so my grandmother could take me so she, oh, okay. my mother could sign off the rights so right. I can see her. Because remember, I'm the 30, um, damn, I am the 36 of 38 kids. Whoa. Wait, I didn't know that. On my mom's and dad's side? Yeah, pretty much. So collectively they have? 38 kids. Wow. Wow. And, um... <laughs> And quite frankly, I just do you feel invisible? Did you feel invisible? No, because or? most of them are old. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Most of them are and old. You were like the shining uh, like, fucking star. No. No. It was um <laughs> I wouldn't say yes and I wouldn't say no because I always just had this attention that people I always draw this attention. Um because at a time I wasn't always talkative. I always used to be like Shy and introverted. I would be that one kid that would look at you at church <laughs> as if there was, I was looking at all your sins like this. <laughs> oh, wow. Judgy as fuck. Yeah. That's amazing. But as soon as church is <laughs> over, I ran up to you and gave you a hug. Right. So you'd like resting judgy face. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> uh, apparently, that was almost as similar to the resting bitch face. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> no, I, let me show you that look again. I, I was like this. Oh my god, I feel judged. Well, I feel like anything women are doing was kind of usually originates in the gay community, and then we just steal it from you. No, yeah, I, 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 feel like, I feel like we steal everything. Like yeah. every everybody steals everything. Because yeah. think about it, we're borrowing from okay, one another. Okay, in the community of blacks and Latinos and everything, this is straight culture as we speak. Shady came from a novel in 1969, and also was used in the famous hit Backstabbers by um. Um, the OJ's. Oh, oh! And this was in the seventies. Reed was just a a thing that we got that we made to complement shade. The LGBT mm. made those things. Uh-huh. Um, I, and we steal from each other all the time. We borrow from each other. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, long as you give it back or give credit, I'm fine with. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's just like that. Um. Men used to wear heels. 
Um, they and, still do, and they and, should. And it's the funny thing is, it used to be just for um the right for the purposes of getting on a horse and riding it. Right. Yeah. Like uh, in the eight in the seventh or uh, 19th 16, century, 16th six, century, like 1600s. They used to wear like wigs. Yeah. And and, heels. and and when people look at people funny or when women's not supposed to wear this and men's not supposed to wear that, do you know how many years ago that that thing happened and that we have been breaking barriers as humans in general? So what you're telling me is that this is not a bit, uh, allowed to be ward but your favorite rapper is wearing a dress right now as we speak <laughs> and it's not judging a rapper wearing a dress right. but just don't come for me knowing that the people you look to do the same thing or possibly even extra yeah right. i um we have to wrap up soon but um what i, oh. I just want to go back because we never answered the oh, wait, weight wait, loss oh, oh yeah oh, oh 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 about the family thing oh yeah um <laughs> wow <laughs> i have you're like, very interesting so I, this this always happens we're always like going a million different roads at the okay same time. let me answer that yeah um, <laughs> after um me and my grandmother got that situation mm -hmm. head out my grandmother developed breast cancer for the second time mm. and my mom and my aunt used to come in like um to check on me um and it would be also my aunt's boyfriend and at the time and um what you call it? My godfather. Mm -hmm. He always was around. My grandmother um, passed away um, when I was 12. But the difference is she got tired of using chemo. Mm -hmm. So when she found out when I was around eight and everything, and that's when I was known as Snoopy because I used to look for everything. <laughs> and, and I found out my grandmother was my grandmother. And my mother was my sister, I think. You found out your mother was. No, your remember, like I that's was, how, like I they, was, were tell, I was, they were telling you. Oh, 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 I, I, I was put up. Yeah. I was put up for adoption, right. so I was adopted by my grandmother. So right. my grandmother was quote unquote your my mother. mother. Mm -hmm. But got you it, know, got it, got it. I knew a little bit too well because <clears throat> my grandmother was a little bit older than my sister, which looked exactly like me. Right, 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 right. Snoopy, like, Snoopy smelled weird. something. Yeah, and smelled it, it something. was it was always like that, but then. Eventually, it came across where my grandmother was very receptive because I told her in a way. And she was like, that's all you had to tell me. You said, Grandma, I'm gay? No, I I, she, I said I was different because I didn't know the word at the time. Okay. And my, and grandma, my grandmother was like, oh, okay. Um, can I go back to um, all my children, please? <laughs> I'm watching my soaps. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she was okay like that. And my grand and my mother, my mother was really puerto rican you, you, <laughs> um or really spanish because all you if you know that guy with the cape and the white slicked hair and everything don juan i don't know who but you see him on the screen you do not say nothing because oh. novellas is on oh. novellas <laughs> Novella is on. novellas oh intention. god character. And, and it's a it's, and if Sorry. you know the english the spanish language you actually understand that that's a little bit more realistic surprising enough anywho <laughs> back to what my mother said she was like Okay, cool. Long as you don't be coming up in here with pigtails and a and um a, ra a rainbow dress talking about we. Wow, Very your mother had a shell of you homosexuality. We'll be fine. Yeah, um, because she was bisexual herself. She just oh. made the she just cracked a joke. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. All right. So that's fine. that's that, that's and, great then. So they're and, accepting. But then um, but your aunt, my aunt, on the other hand. Was not so, and um, eventually, out of all things, my um, um, grandma passed away, and I had to be put up 
through um, group home and then had to be um, rushed over to um, my aunt for a day before Christmas, mind you. Um, when I was 13, um, my cousin Carlos died and I, and it, it was a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I developed cigarettes and everything. I was a rape victim twice by the age of 13. Oh my God. You know, it was just like those kind of things. It's a and lot then, of emotional. And weight. then I couldn't tell my aunt because every time I would tell her something. And so, oh, go to your room, you faggot and all this other stuff. Oh and I'm God, like, she would call you faggot. Yeah. Jesus. I better, I'd rather be called faggot than get beat by a jingletta or something. Because okay, remember, yeah. we had those too. Yeah, Tam, you were up against a lot. <laughs> um, I remember they was even considering me doing conversion therapy with electroshock. Oh thing. my god, oh, that's Christ. so antiquated. That's disgusting. And, you tried? And they 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 was thinking about it, and my my um best friend. Oh my god, that my so my bad. best friend was crying on her on her knees, grabbing my grabbing my aunt, like no 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 no. Do you know Brit? Permanent brain damage. Yeah. Oh, it's a good best good friend. friend. What a good friend. We don't speak anymore, but uh, well, whatever. She could be a piece of shit in other ways, but that but, was nice. But it was the one time I finally realized what her weakness was. You know, uh, we always had that one friend. You just like, come on, come on. I need to see something. I need to see something. And then uh, later on, so I could um, es- um, escape the time. Okay. Um, um, later on, we had this thing where me and my aunt had a shouting match. Um, she hit me and and I looked at her as if all hell was going to break loose. And instead of actually raising my hand and raising my voice, because, you know, she's a woman, she's an elder. You get raised like that sometimes. You can't do those things. And, um, I was like, you know what? Everything you have done to me is going to come straight back to you. And I, and I went straight into my room. Oh, that probably hit her way harder than an actual um, punch. And she was like, I wish you was never born. And I think... I tried to kill myself on Thanksgiving night and, and then I, um, got, and then I went to the ER. She was always up in there. Be like, are you okay? Are you okay? I actually, at one point put her on the ban list for people to not see me. Yeah. Because no shit, but because also she wouldn't feed me. I became 180, 130 pounds. Oh my God. So she was starving you at one point. God. And it's just like, you know, some people have it worse than me. Some people have it better than me. Of course. But all, I always say this after I'm le- after being forced out of my aunt's house and some some newspaper reports because I've been interviewed before about this. She um, was playing nice at one point. Oh. I remember this so clearly. It was an NBC interview that we had. <laughs> Whoa, big time. Damn. And um. And it was just like she was playing nice, and, I, and she did they interview her too? Yes, oh, and, and, and she and, fucking put on a face. And let me tell you something: as soon as the interview was off, I told her I don't want to speak to her yeah. again. I don't want to. If you say something to me, the one thing I'm gonna do, and you hope you better hope I don't do, is hawk spit in your face. Yeah. Because if I do that, I'm fighting you. Right. That would be and, letting off her off easy, too, I feel. Uh, honestly, and, yeah. And, and, and I told her, actually, we was actually on an interview call. And one of the tape, one of the tapes is that I forgot my, I forgot the microphone was on during the recording part. Uh, and she tried to call me some type of faggot. I was like, listen, you broke back whore. Um, <laughs> broke and, back whore, I like that. And, and it's just like, and, and it's like, I didn't mean for everybody to laugh. But I was right, like, right. No, but you, and, but, and oh, she, you were upset. And, and she was t- blaming me for all types of things like right. my marriage 
her marriage being broke. I yeah, because like, your marriage was fault. not even fixed to begin with. Yeah. Um, speaking about how um this man used to touch you and all this stuff, and I ran over you to you, but as soon as you. As soon as I try to run to you about your boyfriend beating me up, oh, oh it's possibly because you was gay. Listen, I would think about How this. Was that an excuse? And I was like, I would think about this. You have more problems on the line. Try having a baby and not consider me as a son, and then we could talk. Yeah. Because apparently, you don't have a child and you want to force that child's views that you never had on me and i know i was bitter and i know i should have never said that because she can't really have kids but at the time when you feel something oh you just, yeah and of the, course and the interview went quiet and she was like you know we're still on i'm like <gasps> <laughs> oops well that was real shit <laughs> well you're very intelligent because you picked up uh, at a pretty young age that sometimes people do things or treat you in a negative way because they're harboring feelings about themselves uh, of you know yeah that, and, what could have been speaking about that on my on themselves, my aunt and my mother because they wasn't really related either. Mm. Um, they distant relatives after a blood DNA test I had to take. I was like, oh, really? Wow. We we had to go through this just to tell, let y'all know that we was cousins like twelve generations ago and twice removed what 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 is a twice removed anyhow yeah and i never it, really understood uh, that. and it's just like um around that time before we even knew any of this you know it was the 80s you know we had good music and everything <laughs> we all remember but, but yes. we had very bad fashion statements sometimes <laughs> you tried your best you <laughs> tried but what happens is with um at that time you know experimental drugs and everything and my aunt quote unquote the, the because remember I wasn't officially in the family. Right. Right. And she wasn't they experimented at one point, you know, sexually wise. And I'm like, how can you talk about and later on I, mean, I how can I, you I, call I, me a faggot? <laughs> like, like what? No. How can you call me a butt muncher when you was m- munching on munching the car- carpets. Munching carpets on somebody that you considered your sister a long time ago. <laughs> Yeah, that's mic a, drop. That's, yeah. Um, so, did you have one final question? Because I was just going to ask um, what advice you would give to um, LGBTQIA youth that have found themselves in a situation that you found yourself in, in which you were homeless. I mean, what? Because you seem like you really have a lot of wisdom, and you've been through a lot, and I feel like your words would mean a lot too. I mean, there's a lot to say. Yeah. But, um, if I was supposed to keep it short. Yeah. Nutshell. I know it's stereotypical, but don't do drugs while this while you're in the situation. You know, it, it seems like one of those um, dare uh, dare advertisement. But please. well, yeah, but if you turn to drugs to fill a void, I mean, that yes, because you're well. you're not really satisfying the high that you need and that you want. All your high is is really inside you. You could get that from anything. Finding it about yourself, listening to music, playing with makeup if you want to. Listen, you want to do that? Go ahead. And what would um, you? Uh, and also, oh yeah, oh one other thing is be authentically you and be unapologetic about it. Because one of the issues about what we have for homeless people, LGBT or people in general, especially the LGBT youth, is that a lot of people kill themselves or a lot of people die in the hands of other peoples or mm. we give them words that you may not think is 
inappropriate but next thing you know you just found out your friend because of the joke you made killed herself you know you gotta think about it like this believe in yourself believe in whatever you believe in but believe in yourself first get your get that house together build up make sure it's pretty make sure it's authentically you be the change that you want basically because at the end of the day i have seen so many people died in front of me in my arms actually really i've seen so many people run to me holding me thanking me and i've been in the opposite direction i almost died in my best friend's arms um i say this just love yourself be yourself and don't do drugs unless it's weed (laughs) i think Uh, that's a perfect ending perfect ending thank you so much toriano that was really sweet he's such a sweet guy um how you doing I'm great. How are you? How was LA? Oh, it was good. It was good. Uh, <laughs> Is that not what you, you wanted to talk about? No, 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 no. That's uh, LA was amazing. Um, thank you to everybody who showed up for the TV taping. That was fucking cool. I fucking killed it. I got a. I, I pff, man, I have never told that story so well. It was so convenient because I was like, it was being filmed. Um, <laughs> that that is good. <laughs> yeah. Well, you tend to uh, you tend to come together under pressure. I do. I it's so annoying, but because uh, it's very stressful. But well, you yeah. like rehearsing seventy five thousand. Well, times. and that's what I had done, and <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. That's not good. You got to you. It has to be fresh. So I actually before the taping, I didn't run the story for a week before the taping. Yeah, that's because it had to be fresh. Get stale. And then uh, and then Wendy uh, went shout out to Wendy Starling because she like fucking there were certain moments. I was like, ah, it's not it needs something else. And then she we talked through it and she fucking oh, my God, she helped me so much. And so did David Crabb, who's an amazing storyteller in Los Angeles, um, who directed Corinne's uh, one woman show and two person show. And who was on the podcast and who was on the podcast. (laughs) So you guys probably know. I always forget that people were on the podcast. Because when we talk to them for the podcast, it's just like we're hanging out. Yeah. Well, um, Dave is great. Read, read his book, Bad Kid. Yeah, he's fucking amazing. And that was fun. And everyone uh, on the lineup was like pretty famous. And I and had already <clears throat> had already done TV. And I was like reading over my note cards and shit. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, just go and do it. I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was really fucking rad. So thank you. Oh, <clears throat> that's what I want to say. When I walked on stage and I one of the first things I said in my story was, you know, three years ago, my comedy partner, Krim Fisher and I. That's me. Uh, yeah. Got your first and last name in. There. I know we we talked this room like we gotta pr- we gotta use some yeah. promo for this. Uh, started guys, we fucked the anti such shaming podcast, and there was just screams, right? And it was so cool, and it made me feel so much less nervous. And I really appreciate um, the wonderful group of women that screamed during that part. Fuckers be coming day. out, dude! So mad supportive, <clears throat> mad supportive, mad supportive, and I can't thank you guys enough because that made me feel more comfortable. You made my television first television taping really a true joy and a success. And I just want to thank you. And I'm just, you know, having trouble dealing with like the current political climate and the fact that all these women are like that new people have been tweeting about us, uh, tweeting us about that North Carolina law of, uh, right. That wasn't new though. Right. That was in the uh, 79, I believe. It's interesting because a lot of these things that like that are in law books, we don't even know are until in existence until something comes up where we have to refer to these law books and go, Oh wow, that's outdated. I know. And it's frustrating because it's like, what do I got to fucking sit down and just read the law books for my state? I mean, someone has to. So basically in North Carolina, uh, there was an article published kind of explaining this, but in short, uh, once sex is underway, a woman does not have the legal right to stop it. Yeah. And there was a 19 year old girl, uh, named Aaliyah who, uh, can, 
consented to sex with a man in a bathroom and then he started pulling her hair mm-hmm. and she started to say no and push him away and he and he raped her. Mm-hmm. That is rape. Like if you of course if, it is. If someone is saying no and pushing you off, it's rape. And then I was reading this um it's like we get fucking our 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 deci- women's decision making is treat is so it's we get so talked down to by the government, by the law, by so many people in our lives. We can't make we ha- we're forced to have kids. You fucking make it almost impossible to get an abortion with trap laws by putting clinics by shutting down clinics for bullshit reasons. Right. And now the new health care bill that I don't know if it's going to go through or not, but they. They want to defund Planned Parenthood. And if you are belong to an insurance company that will cover abortions, then they're going to waive any fucking money that they give to the for subsidies. I don't fucking know all the fancy ass words that they use for the insurance thing, but it's really frustrating. And I'm really angry and I'm really having trouble with it. On a positive note, uh, New York City has been really great about it because there has been some pretty violent protesting going on outside abortion clinics in Queens. Really? Uh, And the, mm, I don't know if it was the mayor or the governor, that's bad, but I just, uh, one of those people, (laughs) uh, I can't remember. Okay. You know, when when you you watch so many Upworthy videos, what can you do? (laughs) Um, But, or like see it now videos, whatever the fuck those are. Anyway, the, the, they're they're standing with New Yorkers uh, and they're like, no, thank it, God it, for you, New York you City. Can, they're like, you can protest, but you have to be like 800 feet away. Yeah. You can't be touching these people like they need to have a clear entryway into these abortion clinics. And I really like that he made a public statement about that because yeah, it means a lot. That's no fucking joke. Um, and just piggybacking off what you said right before I came here, I was fucking walk, walking Alfred and literally every day when I'm walking my goddamn dog, somebody and I would say 99.9% of the time it's a man because one time it was a woman, but it was more because Alfred barked at her because he didn't like her and she was mad. Um, <laughs> Why don't you love me, dog? Yeah, I was. I like, get mad too. Sorry, puppy. All oh, this puppy doesn't like. Well, he he had his. He was in his a bag baby. and she approached him. I'm like, oh. he, he doesn't have use of his things. He's scared. Yeah, you gotta ask. Fucking, don't just t- 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 whatever. Learn first of all, fucking ask before you pet dogs. They're, Always, they're an animal. Um, and every single day, someone mansplains to me how to fucking walk my own dog i was because alfred has leash aggression uh which is like when he it's when he's on a leash a lot of rescues have it when he's on a leash he gets very defensive and barks at other dogs but off leash totally nice to any dog in the dog park gets along with everyone but he feels defensive on a leash um so I saw another dog and I, I've had weeks of very expensive fucking training with this dog uh, since I got him. And I know I'm a good listener. I knew exactly what the trainer told me to do. So we were in an instance where another dog was there and I had to pick him up because he was going to he was going to lunge at this other dog. So I'm holding him and, you know, doing reinforcement like, yes, yes, mm-hmm. whatever, a bunch of yeah. dog training shit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this guy walks by and he's just like, you're going to spoil your, you're spoiling your dog. And just like, Oh my good God, Christ. And so I lost it. And I go, I'm sorry. I think I know how to train my own dog. Thank you. Like I'm just getting in fights now uh, now on the street, but it's like every day this happens. There's not a day that I have fucking walked this dog that someone hasn't told me how to walk the dog. And I was like, not only am I amazing with dogs, I'm pretty much a dog whisperer. And you've been hired a fucking trainer. I fucking know. It doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter unless my dog is a Attacking you or your animal, you have leave me alone. Stay out of your damn business. It's I, like, oh my god, good thing it's a dog, not a kid, because I would stab you. If someone yeah. told me it's, I would stab them in the face. 
Okay. Moving no, on. it's 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 fucking infuriating. And the fact that like shut up, and, everybody. I mean, I already kind of knew. I you know, in cases where uh, a woman does consent to sex and then revokes her consent, or a man. Uh, you're usually not believed anyway. North Carolina just happens to have a law for it, which right. is fucking bullshit. It's like, wow, we get treated <clears throat> with more respect by a fucking retail store. I can in, I can return something. I can return an item from a like anthropology nice of 90 days and you don't need a receipt and they right. will give you your actual money back. Yeah. However you paid for it, they'll refund you. And it's like, wow, it's fucking stupid ass retail store right. trusts that I know that I don't want like it, it, it's it's so infuriating and one of the one when, when the day after the election when Corinne and I recorded the intro intro to the podcast that fucking day where Corinne you read that letter I and I was just this is why like very sad women day. everywhere know they knew what it was like when Hillary was on that fucking stage getting talked over by a man who was less qualified than her going, no, no, wrong. And he fucking won. Of course he fucking won. Mm -hmm. Like it it is, it is so disheartening. And then every, every day uh, I feel like I, I, I am talked down to in some little way. And it's like, and if I get mad, that's used against me. Well, and still every day, even I'm like, Hillary lost. Just leave her alone. Every day there's still like articles trying to uh, She's ruin okay, her reputation. I guess. Like, shut the fuck up. Well, She's ruin pissed. her reputation. I mean, that thing came out like, you know, from just like everything. There's there's just like things every day. Like why she's I'm like, she already lost. Why are we making this worse? Yeah. Like, she's old. She's not going to run again. Like, it's over. Yeah. Like, yeah. you fucking you every you, society. You fucking won. This lady had one goddamn dream her whole life, albeit a pretty large one. Um, and yeah, but good for her because she believed in herself. <laughs> she didn't get it. We all watched. We all knew that she had just she literally lost to a failed idiot. Yeah. I mean, it was a whatever. And then, I mean, I d- it did make me happy that uh, Bernie Sanders is being investigated for tax fraud. Now I got to say that. Wait, felt what? Real good. Oh, he didn't do nothing wrong. Gotta, Wait, what did he do? Yeah. Tax fraud. Him, he, he like helped his uh, tax fraud with his wife. Like they're, they oh. hired like high powered lawyers. Oh, sorry. Shit. That just makes it just. Well, you do hate Bernie. Do you hate his support? Bernie bro. People? I really don't like Bernie Sanders. Oh, I don't oh. like him. I think he came in like very smugly. He was he was also very, very demeaning towards Hillary. And that was mm. unnecessary. I mean, I know when you're in competition with people, I fucking hate Bernie. There's just something about him like that mm. really rubs, rubs me the wrong way. The wrong way. Yeah. I do not like him. And I and I, I've literally. Everyone gets so mad when I say that, but whatever. Neither of them won, guys. Donald Trump's president, so suck it. I don't know what to tell you. No one's happy. We're all miserable. Yeah, now. I know. Even the people voted for him are like, I know everyone's going to do that. Everyone's literally in a bad mood. Uh, um, I know. It feels like it. Like when you go to history class and they're like, it was a time in this country where we all felt defeated after the stock market crash in mm, 1929 or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I feel defeated for humanity right now a little bit, but but I will know, say, you got to keep it positive when you can. Pride week was last week. Oh, yeah. Well, or Pride, whatever. Uh, and uh, I mean, Pride's the whole month, but New York Pride was primarily last week. And I will say that is one week out of the year when I cannot feel bad about anything. No. I had the most spectacular Pride of all fucking time. Like, I went hard. Yeah. What'd Instead, you I, I actually didn't march in the parade for the first several years, um, only because uh, gay rights are doing so well. So I didn't yeah. have an organization. Like, usually I march with marriage equality or new alternatives, but they were assigned to different things during pride because they weren't needed because that's so fun well new alternatives is but marriage equality, marriage already, equality yeah. isn't needed and then uh, that's fucking great news for me not to not to need to march uh so <laughs> i did my pride during the week and i did a, a very drag heavy pride this year so i went to dra- go in a suit uh hmm? 
a like suit? A, you went in drag? Uh, I did, yes. So for day one, I just went to a drag show in like a crazy outfit. Oh. And then day two, my fr- my good friend Vicky from high school oh, who yeah. lives like right across oh, the street yeah. from you. Yeah, yeah. Um, she uh, has been doing female drag, which is like a new trend. I actually have another friend who does Does it. she wear a suit? So she <laughs> she wears... <laughs> Get to the pot with a suit. Why do you keep going Because when suit? women do drag, they wear male clothes. Oh, oh, oh. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, 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 no. She, no, no, no. The new craze is oh. women dressing as drag queens, as female drag queens. <gasps> that's the new. That's like a new craze. Maybe like the past year, it's been like Whoa. really hot. Right now, there are a couple performers in New York. She does it every Wednesday at a really? bar called Rise in New York. And I've been like, t- I've been like telling her, and she's like, "Girl, we got to do this before it gets too hot to get in drag." And I was yeah. like, "Okay, we're doing it." I dressed full drag. You can see pictures on my Instagram. Um, and right it was so fun. So of course, Vicky makes the mistake of telling this drag queen, um, uh, age of Aquaria that I was a stand up comedian, like before, because oh, they're, they're friends before the show started. Ooh, I didn't, your butts, I okay. didn't really like think about that. But then of course, like 10 minutes into the show, I am called on fucking stage by a drag queen to do stand up. I'm already oh drinking. Oh my God, yes. I'm in drag. Oh. I mean, no, this was like basically drag queens are vicious. Dude, this is awesome. Your makeup is fucking amazing. Vicky's so great at this. Yeah. But the drag queens are so, are I a, know they're so mean. So mean. But B, they didn't know this. Also, one of the reasons that I'm so funny. Like I learned to be funny from gay men and yeah. drag queens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was right. Like that's how I learned comedy uh, and tiny and everything and so she came on she put it on her unimpressed face <laughs> and then I did my opener uh, which is about drugs and oh, I love like one. crushed it so hard and they didn't expect you to no and yes. everyone was going crazy in the crowd also oh. of course I go to a drag event uh, like a gay event with one with one person I know and literally ran into eight people I know but <laughs> it was a big bar and then so that I already like accepted that challenge I won it then they couldn't they, they just couldn't let it let me be because I think they just wanted to bring me down because they're vicious cons. Well, hell yeah. So then they like, wanted to see you suffer like an hour into the show. I'm now I'm like pretty drunk. Uh, we're sitting in the front and they just it's my friend Dan's birthday and they decide that we're going to have a walk off like a cat <laughs> walk yeah. off. They probably won that and one. And they right? they make me no they weren't competing. It was just people in the audience. Oh, oh. And they make me compete like that wasn't a choice. They made me compete in this. So I was like, oh, God. so I competed whatever. It was like seven people. I got into the final two. It's me against <gasps> this like beautiful uh, black man with like the just like the most gorgeous eyes I've ever seen. Ugh, like yeah. shirt off. I was like, oh, I'm going to lose to him. Hottie. I was like, what what can I do to win this? So I like catwalk down. I pull off my wig. I, t- I take up my skirt because I have like a whole like, you know, like like I'm tucking, but I'm not uh, going on <laughs> underneath. Wow. How authentic. And then I realized that I had a bunch of singles at the top of my purse for to tip the drag queens. So I was like, bribery always works. So I take money out of my purse and I'm, in the audience. I'm giving money to everyone in the audience, <laughs> brought the house down, go back on stage. By then everyone's chanting one. I was contesting number one. They're like, one, one, Aww. one, one. I fucking win by a landslide. A drag queen said it was like her Christmas and Aww. I won pride. It was great. Damn. Well, that made me feel better. It was so fucking good. Guys, f- follow Vicky DeVille, V-I-C-K-Y, DeVille like Corella on Instagram. If you want to see like every week I t- go to her Instagram because I'm like, I cannot wait to see what she dressed up. Wow. As. She's so good at it. 
Wow. Maybe if I'm feeling down, you just go to a drag show. Those always you. make me feel better. I uh, mean, they're amazing. They're, so talented. It's the best comedy in the world. You're right about the comedy. Funny, dancing, talent. So, like, but they they have, they're self-deprecating, but they're also like, I'm the fucking shit. Go fuck yourself. Right. It's, um, it's beautiful. And it's just, you know what I love about it? Like, uh, Stephen and I went that one night in Boston um, and it was just like right behind the hotel in like some dark alley, but we went in and it was just this magical room where people could play pretend and be themselves and just, when you see a person on stage be themselves a hundred percent and like have fun and actually like enjoy life and do something crazy and not care what anybody thinks, it's the most beautiful thing in the world. Well, it's, and it's all, it just feels free. Like yeah, that's what pride exactly. is to me. It's like this real, this like just the whole city feels very free. Cause everyone's like, Oh, New York city, you can do whatever you want at all times. And no, you can't, you really can't. Like I dress weird all the time and I definitely get like fucking weird looks. There's non-stop. sexism here. There's racism here. There's everything. There's, there's homophobia here. Absolutely. Sure. I've, and I've witnessed it all. We've L- all witnessed less it bad all. than other places. Of course. But it still exists. But at least we live in a city that really supports, um, immigrants and fucking like I saw a sign on the subway like uh, if you are an immigrant you belong here we love you we support you we want to help you blah, blah. I'm like thank thank you like, oh yeah no fucking city does this the Can MTA was all bringing love each other home. please was it an official MTA sign um I think so yeah because the MTA I, I will say everyone complains about the MTA but they also put up an official sign for pride yes they did that was rainbow yeah and they were like I how and they were like how will this how will you know accepting uh people from the LGBTQ community ex- uh affect your ride they're like it won't and then like what alternative Aww. like alternative transportation can I take? And they're like, none. Boy, bye. And I was like, oh, oh. yeah, MTA. <laughs> and I was like, Ooh. oh, see, that shit makes That's me sassy. Sad. I love this. See, and then leave it up to the MTA to restore my fucking faith in humanity. Yeah. Out of all places. Unexpected. Um, All right, guys, our guest uh, for this episode this is a long one, but it's a fun one. Oh, yeah, he this is, is only like a three hour episode. <laughs> he's, yeah, this is, yeah, maybe four. I don't know. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, we, um, he's a stand up comedian. We had the pleasure of watching him uh, on stage in oh. Las Vegas at Crapshoot Comedy Festival tell, retell drunkenly his favorite David Tell jokes <clears throat> to David Tell. Mm. And it was a goddamn treat. This guy's a, a fucking beast. You're going to love him. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Burt Kreischer. Call me crazy as fuck. But I don't think I'm crazy enough, I don't front I just straighten them up, they all sleep and I'm waking them up They call me crazy as fuck But I don't think I'm crazy enough, I don't front I just straighten them up, they all sleep and I'm waking them up I said I'm crazy as fuck and Honestly, I don't think I'm crazy enough Crazy as fuck. Look, 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 I'm not crazy not enough. Crazy nah. My main mission is to stay spitting. My fate's switching. Don't play victim. I'm on my way to the bay. I'm straight piffing. Until they need me in LA. Blake Griffin. I got addition. But I'm still in the kitchen. I'm still with a vision. I'm still in the system. And now they finna deal with a villain. I pitch fast. Plus, you can't feel what I'm hitting. My bad, if I fluster your ass, I can't help it I always give them nothing but gas, cans melting Gotta give them something that lasts and Lately it's been
for nothing but cash. I'm so glad we're drinking Tito's Uber. How drunk was I when you saw this? Oh, God. Do you remember it? Yeah, we were literally like, we were this far away from each other, like on a party bus. And I think you have no recollection of really meeting us. I have no, I actually have no recollection that night. Yeah. Oh, but you were still that night, that day. Yeah. Do you get hungover? No, I don't get hungover. It's so funny that you asked that because I feel like. What happens with me is my blood sugar kind of fucks up. I have coffee and then I feel really great. Yeah. So yeah, so I, and I end up writing jokes. I feel funny. Oh, I have a good time. So Jeez, I the hangover for me isn't what it is for other people. It's productive. It is very productive. Wow. I remember the first time I ever got hungover. I was a kid. And I was going through J C Penney's with my mom. Oh, and I was always like, everyone goes through J C Penney's with their fucking mom, man. <laughs> I remember enjoying it and being like, oh yeah, I'm cool. You oh, enjoyed the hangover. I enjoyed it. Oh, I was ashamed because I was like, I drank and I was supposed to go to this Renaissance fair and I'm not enjoying it because I was drinking. God, oh, for I felt real. Felt like a bad kid. Yeah. See, can I tell you the opposite for me was sex. You felt bad about sex. I felt ashamed when I first time I had sex. Oh, well, I ha- you're at the perfect place. Well, what an yeah. opener. What? How old were you? Uh, Seventeen. And what were the circumstances? I was not good at it. Well, I and, mean, who's good at the first well, time? Well, I was colossally bad at it. Like, I think wow. it's harder for guys. Yeah. <laughs> you have no idea. I was so bad. Like you. Uh, I talked to Justin Edinburgh. Yeah. And he was like, "Hey, you know, have some sex stories." I was like, "That's all I have." I do, Great. I do a thing on stage. Justin's calls. our agent, by the way, guys. Justin is the hey, sweetest Justin. guy in the world. We love him to death. Um, I was so bad at it. I I was so bad. How at it bad were you? That I can't I can't smell the the uh, perfume colors by Benetton, or I'll throw up. She was wearing because it brings the shame back of your lack of skill. Oh uh, no! Hold on. Skill skills a skills a step above where I ever was. Whoa. So, I'm 17 years old. Uh, I, me and Jeff Hartley take our two girlfriends to one of his girlfriend's dad's house. Okay. Uh, his dad was a divorced dad. He was in Cabo. The house is empty. Her name is Stacy. Cabo. Yeah. Wow. We go there. You lost we, your virginity in Cabo. No, 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 oh. no, no. We're in Tampa. We're in Carrollwood. Oh, okay. But we hit the dad's in Cabo. The house is empty. We watch Pet Cemetery and get a case of Natty Light. So oh, that's good. delightful! That's great. I would. That sounds so fun. What a what sounds a so sweet romantic, night! Right? I would do that to this day. That sounds great. <laughs> so so <laughs> so me and uh, said girl decide to go into the bedroom. We go into the bedroom. I'm wearing like my high school baseball uh, uh, winter jacket. Nice. It's a pullover, straight pullover with a collar, Sexy. with a zipper to the mid chest. Do you have Ooh. a shirt underneath or not? Nah? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, of course. That'd be great. If you Hat on. <laughs> We start to hook up. I get her totally naked. I still have all my clothes on. I have to get totally naked. She was totally naked and you were totally clothed? A hundred. Shoes Guys still do on. that a lot, I've noticed. When you're when you're in high school, hardcore. Yeah. Uh, go to put the condom on and have never put one on before. Yeah. And so I look at it and I realize, oh, my mom rolls my socks up. That's how my <laughs> sleep Yes, yes. This gets worse, by the way. Oh, no. By the way, I'm going to tell you the full story. I'm going to tell you the full story that I've never told. I've, I've told people in my life. But GWF exclusive. <laughs> Podcast exclusive. <laughs> yes. I unroll it all the way. Go to. <gasps> oh, no. I go to slide it on. And it, as I push it over, it inflates. <laughs> right. Because the air is getting stuck from. Yes. It oh, looks man. like I'm making balloon animals down there. because I'm trying to squeeze the air out of it. I'm oh. like, how do you get these on? I'm 17 years old. God bless my heart. I, I then. Was she, she looking this whole time? Like. She's naked going. Huh. I don't uh, think. Mm. 
She's naked on bed. What are those sounds that you just did? Yeah, were those pleasure uh, sounds or I don't think you're doing it right? Whatever. Uh, I'm like, I'm trying to focus on myself. I got my pants on my ankles, shoes still on, baseball oh, hat still on, but your shoes jacket, on. Jacket's still on. I realize this condom's been compromised. I go out to Hartley. I get another condom with that cool dude handshake. Yeah. Come back He's in. About fuck, and I start realizing. And the way you realize when you like, when someone tells you something, I go, oh, yeah. Uh, pinch the reservoir tip. Oh, yeah. And so I put it on properly. I get on top of her. Uh, I, I start. And in real time, this is exactly how it goes. Ready? One, two, and I'm done. I am so done so quickly. And I look at her and she says to me, um, are you going to put it in? Oh, damn. I look down. My dick is between her butt cheek and the bed. I didn't even fuck You her. didn't even put it in her. <laughs> you was, was fucking the bed. I fucked a mattress. <laughs> you lost your virginity to a mattress. Shout out to Casper. <laughs> oh Great mattress. God, very firm. That's hilarious. Ooh, wow. And, and that, and that's when I started. Then I put it in. Now I've already done, I'm already done. Right. Way, this is where I would end the story to a guy. What'd you say you to guys, her? Like, yeah, I'll, I'll put it in. Yeah. Okay. You didn't I'm say embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. I'm in horror. I'm 17. But do you I'm, still have an erection at this point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. I'm 17. Yeah. Well, 17 year old. By the way, I'm 44. I've, I've never it. fucked a 17 year old. <laughs> neither. <laughs> Even when you were 17? <laughs> no. no. I didn't have sex older. until I was uh, 18. And the pers- first youngest person I've had sex with is tw- was 25. Oh, really? Yeah. So I don't, I mean, that's why like, I always, I only have good, really good sex stories, but that's why. Smart girl. Because I just skipped all those bad ages. <laughs> the youngest I've ever had sex with is 18 i guess that was the hell that girl was that girl yeah yeah. and so and then i started then i had sex with her i'd already compromised the integrity of this condom it was like it's like imagine if you went on a hike and everyone's like hey guys let's hop in the river real quick and get our socks nice and wet and that's how bad it was yeah and and so that was the first time i had sex how long did you last that after after you stuck her dick in her after you already came who knows i mean who knows Wow. I mean, I, definitely long. I, I literally was Did you? I wonder things. if you had to fake the orgasm. No, you I didn't? just. I wish I could go back in time and make this different, yeah. but I can't. And this this girl knows this story and I see her all the time. Oh, yeah. All and, the and, time. Well, not all the time, but she's. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, Tampa's a small town. Right. Okay. So like, I know wow. her brother really well. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Wow. But yeah. And so, um. And then if we're going to be very candid, and I feel like Absolutely. I can do this. Here's the thing with slut shaming is like, I got fat shamed pretty aggressively. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Were you, f- were you fat? I am fat. I am fat. I would not everybody. describe you like fat. Ch- you're, I would say you're chubby. And that's like very in right now. By the way, that's fat shaming. No, it's not. No, but Corinne's always said she loves chubbier guys. No, it's not shaming to be like, this is how you look. If I said you were skinny, that would be more demeaning than me saying you're chubby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like what you have a great figure, Bert. Let me tell you something. I got, I, I, I'm a meathead. I'm like a bro. So like, once I got fat shamed, I, st- I, I seriously wrapped my head around the concept of shame. Mm. And there's a lot of guys who don't get it. They're, they're like, they're like, you can't fucking whatever. You know, trust me. When it comes to, when it roosts in your house, it does affect you. Yeah. It fucks, way, it fucks with the way you think about yourself. That's all I'll say. So I, w- I would never like make fun of this girl or anything. And I probably did in the past. But <laughs> Why? 
Because some fucking dude. Right. Well, and sometimes too, if somebody feels vulnerable towards a person, their instinct is to like put the wall up and kind of go the opposite way of like, we yeah, will fuck you. Yeah, it bitch. is. Look, I, I really said me and uh, 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 who's the guy does this American Life? Oh, Ira Glass. Me and Ira Glass's wife, we're gonna do a program nonprofit that went to schools and talked to boys about how to how to behave. Because I think that's really, if you want to, if you want to get to the problem of all the shit, talk to the fucking guys doing it. It's the yep. boys. Yeah. And uh, but and they don't get a lot of information. They don't. And the whole masculinity is, bullshit is something they feel like they have to live up to, which is probably why a lot of dudes like shame people because they feel like they feel like they're just, suffocating in their own body. It's insecurity. It's hundred percent insecurity, and and that's where mine comes from. Yeah. Is, and I'm still insecure. I am forty four. I am arguably successful i'm yeah. still insecure as shit i saw your name up on marquees yeah I've, yeah that's that's good you what are you it. insecure about are you still insecure about your body 100 percent. wow if you saw me naked you'd be like oh i think you're so cute no, but uh, yeah you. you're adorable and it, <laughs> look you like, <laughs> also too like then not, not i didn't mean that in like a make you feel better way yeah. like i genuinely think you're an attractive person <laughs> thank you and i think if you were really skinny you would lose some of that i yeah, think so too you would <laughs> can someone get my wife on the phone <laughs> Oh, wait, do you have a hard time taking a compliment? I do. I really do. I was like, you I look really like I, I like. I'm saying that I was like, Chris does not compliment I don't people. No, I'm like, I feel like what I said yeah. was nice. I certainly meant it at it, but I was like, you look hurt. <laughs> I have a really hard time taking a compliment. Uh, my wife or uh, a tell a tell's the same way. Like if you hang out with the tell and you tell him how you feel about the guy. By the way, I love him. I love him like a god. Like, yeah. I mean, he is my favorite comic ever. Me and Segura did a podcast with him, and, uh-huh. and he said, uh, look at us three beards. We look like Civil War generals. <laughs> and he's like, long shanks. Tell him to storm the hill. And Segura <laughs> said very honestly, he goes, uh, you know we grew beards because of you. Attell goes like this. Blink when you say it. You're freaking me out. What kind of things did people say to you as a kid to make you feel bad about your body? Was oh, it guys? Women, no, no, or no, 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 no. I remember. I was, I've always been in really great shape my whole life. When, oh. I, was, when I was eight, no, 18, <laughs> I joined a fraternity and they were hazing us naked on the mantle. Oh, and, uh, God. And, and I remember someone going, hey, wait, Bert got fat. And and by the way, I was probably 186 pounds. And how and tall are you? Six one. Oh, that's not a lot, right? No, I, I don't remember, know weight with guys. I can't. I can't. I remember tell. being naked no. on the mantle, and they were like, "Hey, wait, when did Bert get fat?" And I was like, "Huh?" And I laughed it off. I literally laughed it off because I remember when Jim Morrison got fat on the airplane in that movie, and they were like, <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, this is what we call writing or whatever." I was like, "Oh, cool." And I had never had a problem with my weight. I never had a, hold on. I never had a problem with my weight my entire fucking life until fucking Segura got into my head with that fat shaming campaign. Whoa. I never had a problem with my weight ever. But he didn't ever. mean it like. No, he meant it. Oh. Wait, what, what fat shaming campaign? Okay. So uh, for everyone that doesn't know, Tom Segura, by the way, Tom Segura. I love him. I watch all his specials. I was like, how did I miss this? He's my best friend. I love him. Hilarious. I love him. Wow. I you, love him. You called him on on like a video, like on FaceTime and on the all bus. I, yeah, all I do. All I do. All oh, I do you did. You made us all guy. talk to him. We're like, hi, Tom. Yeah. Okay, cool. Here's I Bert. love him. I love him like a brother. No joke. I love his wife, Christina. Like, like a. He's so talented. Yeah. He well, he's okay. He's all right. But <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, he, it's derivative in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I see through it, but <laughs> so I, I get into, I mean, if we're going to get to the heart of it, I get into vlogging. 
Okay. Like, I got a dog. I wanted to do a vlog, so I was I was I wasn't passionate about travel. Are you channel. okay? <laughs> you okay just... starting a vlog? Feeling... Well, see, that's what people do when they feel shame. They start a blog. A vlog. I was so empty when I worked at Travel Channel. I just I needed a place to put my creativity. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you needed something soulful. <laughs> so I started a vlog. <laughs> It was so bad. It's still as bad. It's up there. You can it's see already it. up where we can watch it. Oh, it's so What'd you talk about bad. on your vlog? I talked about weight loss. <laughs> oh, I want to just play a and, clip of that and now. This is pre Tom Segura fat shaming you. Oh my yes. God. All right. So I'm talking about my weight loss. He's <laughs> laughing, not crying, by the way. And then Segura started to tell some guy. I know. And then saying, I look like Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> And he's like, tell me if you don't see resemblances. <laughs> By the way, there's no resemblance between me and Charbet. <laughs> I was going to say. It's just a funny reference. And so and so I, I'm losing weight on the vlog. And then, I, and then I go back to work for Travel Channel and I start gaining weight. I get to like 265 is the biggest I was. Were okay. you like stress eating because you were unhappy? Girl, is, hey, girl, way, don't is, you. Oh. This is what I love about a podcast is like, I don't, I'm not afraid. You know, like I you shouldn't you, be. I, I you really me. aren't afraid as a person either. I'm not, but I like I love that I can tell you whatever. I I can tell you the truth. You know yeah. what I mean? Like sometimes you do media and you're like, you're like everyone no, was great. I yeah, loved it. I loved Such it. a good I project. I'm so honored. Ugh. Shut up, I, I, <laughs> no liar. Uh, I was drinking a handle of Tito's a night. Oh, are we enabling you right now? Does Travel no, Channel no. suck that bad? No, it doesn't suck that bad. Uh, I was riding roller coasters and I had I had panic about getting stuck in the ride. <laughs> I know it's so crazy. No, it's not crazy. I no, it's not. I crazy. was having panic about getting stuck in the ride, and I was missing my family, and so I was drinking like a, a, roughly a handle of Tito's a night. But I no, no, granted, granted, I was getting on the treadmill also while on Tito, while drunk on Tito's. Wow, Tito's the, maybe gym, that's why your hangovers are. And I and I, I well, yes. Yes. See, I've always been jealous of people who can smoke, or who are good at smoking weed, because they always go work out. But like, yeah. I wonder if I could go drunk to the gym. <laughs> I've I, I worked out I drunk. It's fun. Yeah, can please do. Honestly, box of wine. Okay. <laughs> I smell a new show. Box of wine. Put on uh, 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 guys, uh, Guy Fieri's show. I love him. Now you feel like you're eating the calories because you're watching the calories, but you're yeah, also right. drinking and having a good time. Keep it at a four. And then every now and then, every now and then, punch it up to like a five. Okay. And do a little bit of a jog, break I the sweat, easily, and then go back yeah. down to a four. And just enjoy a box of wine. Wow. Now, what you should know is the boxes of wines are three bottles of wine. I didn't Whoa. know that. I didn't know that. I yeah. get really bad wine hangovers. And also, they make me so sleepy in my old age. Me wine. too. Really? Old yeah. age. Jesus Christ. No, but like, honestly, but things affect every five years, I add things slow down more. Uh, hey, I'm almost 30. <laughs> Sucks. I uh I that was my workout program for a long time. Still to still And to it still. worked? Yeah. Well cause... no shit, you started a vlog about it. That's a <laughs> yeah. unique, fun method. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. So oh wait, what were we were we talking about the fat shaming? Well, yeah, I was okay. curious. The what? Tom Segura was fat so, shaming campaign. So Segura sees this uh and he starts it just in like really like a, a fun kind of way, not realizing what's gonna happen. As all shaming starts, yeah. We're mm-hmm. going to be honest because it's a podcast. Yes, we have Doug to. Benson and I get into a fight. Okay. Like a legit. Just on, in person, like just, or just like in your own private lives, not on a vlog. Nope. Okay. On a podcast. Oh. On a Doug Loves Movies, we get into a fight. Oh shit, on his podcast. On his podcast in front of a live audience. About. And- oh. I, I've had that experience. Yeah. Not with Doug yeah. Benson though. <laughs> it's bad. But, by the way, by the way, I'd argue that mine's the worst you've ever heard. Oh, thank God. I'm going to watch it and feel better about me. Uh, you can buy it <laughs> behind Doug's paywall. 
Because <laughs> I was like, I was like, put it out, but make people pay for it. Like, I don't want just everyone hearing that. Right, 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 right. Go viral. Um, really bad, really bad. And I call Tom because you know he's my buddy, and I was like, dude, we got to talk. And he's like, I am so sorry. I go for what? He's like, you don't know what's going on. Oh no. I go no. He's like, wait, what are you talking about? I said, Doug Benson. I just got into a fight, and he's like, oh, let's talk about that then. And I go, wait, wait, hold on. What the fuck's going on? Wait and he's a like, second. He's like, this fast shimmy thing's taken off, man. I'm really sorry. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, go online. And it is, I'll say a thousand, because that's the number of people who wrap their head around, but like thousands of comments about how fat I am. How am I? Under your videos? On just everywhere. On every picture I've posted, on everything. On so it's everything. like being a woman for a day. <laughs> yeah, it's rough, huh? I but, only know that because Kesha at the time was getting fat shamed. Oh, and, and, I was and like, I, we love Kesha. And I, I felt I empathy. Love I love Kesha. I, I love fucking Kesha. love Kesha. I love She's Kesha. just herself. Have you ever been to a Kesha concert? No, but I would oh, fly to New York go. to go with you. You need guys to go. I went with all my gay I've friends. Never been Next before. time she's there, we're all going to go to a Kesha concert. We'll paint our go. neon body paint on our on our bodies and we'll just go right. I love She's Kesha. great live. Okay. Anyway, go on with the story. So, only know this because I went to Kesha's comments one time and I read hers <laughs> and they were very What are you to my doing comments. in your life? Were you like, I wonder what the people are saying about Kesha? What is, what is, First of all, I mean, comment sections on the internet are the darkest places. I mean, that's the only time Corinne oh, and I have gotten serious. Kate. I told my kids, don't ever read comments. If I post a picture of you, it's because I love you. Just don't read the fucking comments. They're not kind. Agreed. And so, uh, so yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. And then, and then I said to Tom's like, I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry. I didn't mean for this to happen. Well, I'll call it off. And I went, no, the fuck you are. Like, you're not going to come out like my mom. Like I'm a kid with asthma and then come out and be like, stop picking on him. How did, did he announce this on his podcast? Like, Hey everybody go on Bert's pictures and yes. fat shame him. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Everyone well, then was, what did he think was going to happen? He had, I, I, you know, it's a, I mean, very candidly, it's at the time where Tom's career started blowing up. So he, I don't think okay. he saw, I don't think he saw, it's at the time he went from clubs to theaters and he was like, fuck, man. So it was just like an innocent prank thing that turned out to be bigger just, than I Trump. love how Tom Segura yeah. didn't know how famous he was until he just he got bullied on the internet. He's like, well, all these people so are calling bird fat. <laughs> it was so bad that I'm, my friend. I'm doing great. Yeah, my, I'm doing my, great. My wife's friend, my wife's best friend, her mom passed away. And I commented on the picture of no. her. Oh. You ready? Yeah. I commented on the picture of her mom and her in hospice mm -hmm. and saying, I lost my mom last night. And then I wrote, hey, Sam, we love you. We had her daughter that night, Dakota. We were like, we'll see you in the morning. God bless or whatever, you know. And then the next comment was, uh, hey, so sorry for your loss. Did Bert sit on your mom? <laughs> <laughs> game respects game. Yeah, I mean, Pretty well, funny. you know that was that was pretty funny. <laughs> wow! So, oh my god! But uh, wow! Yeah, it was uh, it was it was really intense. I don't know where I was going with the story. Anyway, that's how I lost the weight. Well, right? Is that? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're saying you're self conscious about your body, but you were you always had been in good shape. But then the first time when you were 18 and you got hazed, what was yeah. the hazing? Uh, I mean, I I don't get that. We've shit. actually never talked about that on here, and I think it, a hazing is really terrible. Yeah, no, people it's like not. I went to art school, people so died we didn't from it. We didn't. No, actually, I will. Uh, can I? Well, when they do it with uh, uh, sororities, a lot of times it's evil. Well, I Let's promise circle you, all I can the horrible things. Promise you, the uh, the male hazing's probably worse, only because it was physical. Right. Like uh, I remember, it was it was you know a lot of it was uh, a lot of gay shit. 
Of course. Because like that's what like, dudes are like, well, what should we make him do? Suck a dick. Yeah. it was. I remember they blindfolded us uh, naked in a room and then had us hold our paddles and our books behind our backs. It's kind of erotic. A little bit. I would be so turned on. Facing the wall. So we're all facing the wall. Ooh. And then they were like, all right, gentlemen, there is a biscuit in the middle of this room. The oh. last one to ejaculate on it has to eat it. Go. Oh, and, Jesus. And then, Men are sick. And then you are you're left with a game time decision. Like, what do I do? Do I like you're literally going, do I start jacking off in front of a bunch of guys? I'm yes, that's exactly what but, you do. Yeah, but how do you know where to get to the biscuit? And how do they know who came last? I know. Well, someone's watching. Someone's watching. And they're probably oh, okay. jerking off to it too. That sounds like a great porn, honestly, that I'd probably watch. But Lucky I wouldn't want to see. Yeah, I wouldn't want to see anybody eat it. That's mean. And then they come up to you, and I remember uh, a guy named Pete. I won't say his full name because he's a professor at Penn State. Mm, that's <laughs> where I went. Yeah. Uh, Pete came up to me. He's like, "Take your blindfold off." And then what happens is there's two guys that go up, start jacking off, and then we all take our blindfolds off and watch them. Oh, that's a little mental. Oh, yeah. like mental harm is a little is more dangerous uh, than physical harm because that creates seeds that you don't even know are being planted. I would argue, I would argue, and I and I know that this is anti uh, what the left believes in life right now. My time in a fraternity helped define who I was as a man in a good way. I've heard a lot of positive stories about I had a, fraternities I had a and really sorority. great time. And it gets I, I you did. active in the community and it, you just like want to be a part of something better. And... I don't know about that. Oh, okay. I would say... <laughs> well, because I was like, I would just never want to be in a sorority anyway, but I mean, I, that's uh, also like kind of like who I am. I was not. That. You seem like a guy who would love right. that shit. I so like, I could see yeah. it being okay, but I mean, this still sounds disgusting. Can, wait, so so is this just a, just a prank where just two guys jerk off and then everyone laughs at them? Yeah, Mike and Jeff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I was but how did you know the secret? How did you know the secret that you shouldn't do jack you just, off? You just didn't. You just, just were one of the guys that didn't jack off. Just life skills. Correct. Yeah, you're just like, I'm not going to start going to jack off. By the way, I, I've gotten caught in that realm a million times, but I was just like, I'm not going to jack off. And then Pete went. <laughs> what? And, yeah. And how? Then, no, just in that moment of, oh. like, I, I, man, I was, I was hazed really bad. I was hazed really Multiple bad. times? I was punching the face. I was bad. It was bad. Why is there mul- just for one fraternity? Yeah, one you fraternity. were hazed multiple times. I was hazed horrifically. What was the worst one? Wow. What do you want to? I don't know. I don't know. Like, what's the most vulgar? I think I wrote about it in my book, uh, but and one time this this cook who worked at our fraternity named Cuz he was <laughs> like he was like, man, you need to hit him with the old flower chick, and I was like, what? And he's like, old oh, paper mache. Get him with the paper mache, and I was like, okay. So what we did is we got on the roof, the brothers were eating outside, and we threw flour over them and then sprayed them with a hose. Uh-huh. And uh, as soon as we did it, the guy who had the idea was like, I can't believe he did that. And I was like, oh, shit, he turned on us. <laughs> so me and John Accardi ran into a room. We hid. And then this dude came out that was a solid Christian, like a real Christian, <laughs> kicked the door open and beat us up. Like, wow. Cause, yeah. Wow. And then they brought us downstairs. It was Halloween. And they made us hold uh, pumpkin pulps in our mouths and our hands. Oh, I would barf. Up against a wall like this. Just, oh, now, barf. I know that sounds horrible to everyone that is a, a left-leaning. I mean, that sounded okay to me. <laughs> yeah, 
that's an insult. What would, Frank. Does flour just like does flour really stick to you when you put water on it? I've never well, put it on a human paper. Yeah, that yeah, is paper yeah. mache, right? Yeah, that's how you do yeah. paper mache. <laughs> so it's like a is cakey. That, well, because I, I, I I've done it with not flour though, but I guess they just sell it in a concoction for yeah. people who are lazy. Who knows? Who knows? I will promise you that what was happening that night was uh, there was a job fair at the business school that everyone was in suits for. And Cuz oh. was never going to get a job at a business uh, company, so he wanted to fuck those guys. Okay, and so they—I remember the guy mm. was so Christian. We give I, this guy an idea. Oh, yeah, but I—I I, I will stand by the fact that I had a really good time in a fraternity. Mm-hmm. I had a great time. I think I learned my personality there, cool. and then my personality is like rough around the edges a little bit. I cast a big wake. My wife says I don't do assisted sleeps. Um, <laughs> I have a thing. We have unassisted sleep. A lot of therapies coming out now. <laughs> What's assisted sleep? Me too. I'm, I actually have to go back. What's assisted sleep? What's we this? have a thing in our house called unassisted sleeps, which is when you go to bed without drugs or alcohol. And, okay. Uh, oh, okay. I, I pulled down seven this year and my wife gets seven a week. My wife is like legit. She sleeps with no substance. I was going to say, I was like, yeah. you mean like going to sleep? <laughs> well, I smoke <laughs> weed. I smoke weed What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, going to sleep. I just Hold go on. to sleep. Hold on. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's is that weird? That. In that Wait, nice career. You just go to bed? You just go to bed? Yeah. Like, well, hold on. So you, like, Brigham Young, you just go, oh, that's the end of that day. Are you being serious right now? I'm it's not It's well, not that serious. uncommon. I'm sure a lot of other people just go to sleep. Uh, I smoke weed. Of, not there's... comics. Not comics. Yeah, yeah. I'm not talking comics. I'm talking about regular people. You smoke weed before you go to bed, <laughs> yes, right? Yes, I do, okay. because it's the only way I can get my brain to stop thinking about what I have to fucking that's do the, the next day. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. I can fall yeah. asleep at any time. I can fall asleep right now and while you guys continue the podcast. So Easily. Are you serious? Yeah, she sleeps on planes. I'm so tired right now. I'm tired all the time. I wish I had your brain. I go to sleep. Tired? I mean, I, being tired is not fun all the time. I'll walk you through my unassisted <laughs> sleeps. Literally, I have to be the first one to go to bed. I can't I can't be the last one awake because I'm awake all night. Right. So I have to be the first one in bed and go to sleep before the whole family goes to sleep. So Literally. do you ever have sex with your wife, like, at night? <sighs> yes, yes, yes. But, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You wanna, let's talk about And this. then she has to get up and go to the kitchen while you go to sleep? No. <laughs> go somewhere else? I... I I have not had sober sex with my wife in a long time. Huh. What are you on mostly? Weed or alcohol, alcohol and alcohol. Yeah. Uh, alcohol. yeah. Or, usually okay. usually what I fire really hot. So like usually <laughs> I land, I'm drunk, we have people over at our house, I get excited. At the end of the night, I want to have sex. Yeah. And, I was going to say, uh, if you're drinking that much, though, like, you're probably not that drunk. Like, not sober for you is not necessarily drunk. Not sober for me is, like, my... My level is probably hammered for you. I'd imagine. Oh, like my, yeah. My, oh, yeah. Like four drinks, and I'm like, hey, guys. I'm two, already waiting for another one. Oh, like, two I, drinks, and I'm like, done. I'm like such a lightweight these for real? days. Yeah, I really can't. I like. I drank two whiskeys. Uh, actually, the last time I was here with Christina, I had one whiskey here, one whiskey like four hours later, and I threw up six times the next day. What? I've just lost it. I, I can do be, that if I don't eat. I used to be like the, you know, I've been working out so much on like a diet, but I've been like, I used to be like when I was 24, my my roommate referred to me as Corinne Fisher, comma, party animal. Like that was like my nickname. For two years, I was on a bender, but I'm just, I don't have it in me anymore. I can still party hard. Like I went very hard for pride, which we'll talk about at the beginning of this episode. But I mean, I, yeah, I just can't, I don't know if I've developed some kind of an allergy. I'm just puking all the time. I can't handle it anymore. Uh, I would puke every time <clears throat> I drank for the first two years that I drank, but only because I would 
I would get like Vladdy's vodka at Penn State, which is like Ooh. just nail polish remover. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. we would do four shots in a row because the frats didn't have liquor. They only have beer. Yeah. And I didn't really, eh, they didn't really do it for me. Beer sucks. So we would have pound four shots, mostly on an empty stomach, and mm. go out. And then I would come back and be like, Bleh. oh, don't even start about, about empty stomachs. I'm I because of that weight loss challenge I got an eating disorder. Oh, and, did you really? Uh, yeah. What was the disorder? Uh, it's I think it's get uh, your face it's on not bulimia. Stomach? It's not bulimia. It's probably a, a strain of anorexia. But I'm a guy, so we, we can't get anorexia. It's so. manorexia. That's not true. Lots of men I'm have joking, anorexia. I'm joking, I'm joking. Well, because I was gonna say I was just like you know like yeah. I mean especially gay guys. It's just it's just not eating, and then feeling guilty when you eat. But oh. I, I'm sure I'm sure there's a lot of regular people that go oh I got that. Yeah. Where it's like I'd have punishment meals. So I'd have like uh um This makes me so sad because I'm sure if you're watching Guy Fieri, you love eating as I do. I love I never it. feel bad about it though. I almost really? missed a spot yesterday because I decided I needed a cheesy gordita crunch. <laughs> oh, Corinne and Corinne's stomach is like fucking steel. <laughs> and then I ran to Eastville and I made it. I've never Yay. been prouder of myself. <laughs> a plus girl. I was, like, I, was like, I was like, you are chancing missing your spot. But I was like, you Whatever. know what? <laughs> I wish I could be like that. Hey, priorities. <laughs> it tasted so good. My head hurt and it made it feel better. I think it, that's called I think that's called addicted to chemicals. <laughs> <laughs> We're all addicted to something. If, if my wife called right now, she would say to you guys, has Bert eaten today? Because I, I just, I'll forget to eat and I won't eat. Why do Bert? Uh, yeah, it's Do you bad. really forget or are you just trying to forget? Prime, prime, <laughs> definitely prime. This is making me so sad. Oh. You want to talk about fun stuff? Hey. Well, no. No, no, no. no it's making that. me like sad because it's I I uh I feel like we have a lot in common, but only you're I have more in common with female comics than I do male comics. Uh, definitely, definitely. Mm, interesting. Yeah. But only I, like you're I like, we have like the same likes, but only you feel bad about them and I don't. Right. You know, and that I makes me sad. Like I wish I could be like you. Well, that's why sh shame is so subjective because yeah. somebody can go and that's why it helps to hear somebody do the same things as you, but they're like, I don't feel bad about it. It's just what I do. And then yeah. if I want to correct it, I'll correct it and it'll be fine. Well, I, th I think for a long time I just ate whatever I ate. And then once that fat shaming started, it really got me cognizant of it. Mm -hmm. And it was like once people start saying like like really mean stuff, like and I'll what say, mean it? Do you remember anything that sticks out in your head? A lot, a lot. Can you give us much. a few? Like, yeah, I think it's helpful. Because we've had. Uh, I say things all the time that people say about me, and they're and they're terrible. I posted a picture of my, me and my daughter, and they were like, "Enjoy, oh, these, oh. enjoy these moments. Your dad's gonna be dead because he's a fat fuck." Well, that's and, sad for yeah. I yeah, mean, that's just yeah. That's like cruel. Yeah, that's that's not even fun. Mean. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they were those, those things. I think probably because they're also kind of connected to truth. I was I was obese. Mm -hmm. I was like 265 pounds. So you worry that like you you could your well, health could I, fail you. I, yeah, I, I gotta be honest with you. I think shame connects with something real inside your head. Mm -hmm. Oh you know? yeah, dude, it makes us do things that we would never normally do and live a lifestyle that we're like, what the f how did this get here? Well, that's why it works. I mean, to an extent, because if someone was saying something continuously to me that I knew was completely not true, there's no way that it could really work. I mean, it depends. Like, the people have different levels of like a barrier in their mind that other things can get through. I uh, think like a, a, a different layers of thickness. A guy one time said and from Minnesota, I remember this comment more than anything. Oh. He was like, uh, he's like, all you are is a drunk on stage. that tells the same stories over and over again. And I oh. went, and I was like, by the way, I felt that's what I was. This is when I was a travel channel. And I was like, motherfucker. And I blocked him. I was yeah. like, yeah, but like, but shit. I was like, I was like, I think once it connects with something real inside you, yeah. mm -hmm. you start yeah, going yeah. like, 
You start going like, fuck you. Like, that's when it connects. Yeah, because you want control over it and you want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's. Yeah. Well, just a just a note on that. You should mute people, not block them, because when you block them, it makes them feel like they won because they can see a, a big Jay Ogerson taught me this. If it's on Twitter, you can mute them and they don't. They, yeah. they think they're still like saying they think they're things. still talking and you don't see it and you're not responding to it. So they're like, oh, oh it's Joe him still trying so to it's show like you just ro- rose above, you know, and yeah. it's, that yeah. it's like not nah, it's your your rubber, their glue. You know, I, I muted people for a long time, but. But I just started blocking people. I gotta change that. I block people on Instagram because, like, the block is like the, the people like will write in their bio like blocked by Burt Kreischer, like it's like a fucking badge of honor. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a I sickness. know comics are like I'm blocked by President Trump, I'm like or Kim Kardashian's a popular one blocked by Kim Kardashian. Like, like I don't care. what is going on in your life. Why is Wait, that can, your credit? Can you mute people on Instagram? Uh, no, I not that I know of. But I, I block people. I, on I block Instagram. people all the time. I posted a picture of my I'm, daughter. And uh, yeah, my daughter's. Uh... Oh shit, we're getting arrested. Yeah, we're gonna get caught <laughs> for whatever. We're doing. Arrested for whatever speaking the truth. <laughs> That's what society we're living in these days, guys. But Instagram's also harder to get rid of people on. I I can't. I want to know. Like, I'm like, I'm cool with you saying a shitty comment if you follow me and you're a fan. And you're trying to be funny. <laughs> I am. Like, oh uh, well, if you're trying to be funny. Well, that's, that's the, the most majority, offensive when people are trying of, to make jokes and they're just bombing. That's the majority <laughs> of guys is they're just trying to be funny. Yeah. They're idiots. The average person is just simply not funny. Correct. Absolutely. And they and they feel like, you know, because me and Tom or Ari or Joe or Joey make a joke about each other online that they can make it. Sure. But theirs are just so bad. And then I just go on Instagram, I block everyone. Yeah. Because it's like, why? You. I don't want right. to see that. But and it's I'm my showing, account. I'm and showing go pictures yourself. of my life. I'm showing pictures yeah. of my legit life. Yeah. Fuck you. Well, so. You don't want to let somebody in who's going to like right. say that those kinds of things. Absolutely. I posted a picture of my daughter on Instagram. My daughter uh, fell when she was a kid and broke all her teeth oh, and broke her jaw. Jesus. Jesus. Uh, she was wearing Crocs. <laughs> fucking hate Crocs. Sorry. I have yes. a deep hatred for Crocs and now it's a great story. It's a great story. So wait. You should sue Crocs. So so I get a call. I'm on the road doing the Jameson comedy tour. I'm with Billy Gardell, Steve Byrne, Pete Corielli, and uh Danny Bevins. I get a call. I'm with my wife. I'm, I'm on the road with these guys. And my wife's like, uh, listen, I need to talk to you. It's serious. Georgia fell. She broke her jaw. We we need to go to the hospital. Yeah. And uh I need you to come home. So I'm like, it's Saturday, so I gotta fly home Sunday. I freak out. It's like the first time I realized that life can hit you in the chest. I'm crying. I'm I'm a yeah. fucking mess. You feel out of control because you can't get to her immediately. Oh, I'm crying in the taxi to get to the airport in Cincinnati. I'm crying on the plane. I have sunglasses on. I get to there. We go to the hospital on Monday, and and uh, I am a mess. And they say to me, you know, listen, we're gonna put her under. Um, this is. Super serious when you put a child under. Because yeah. Oh, it, God. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's oh, not is it? I didn't know. Very serious. Because sometimes, you know, it's like with the, the size of their body and the weight, you can't just like, if you mess up a little bit, they die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The anesthesia. Yeah. So they tell me that. And I'm like, motherfucker. And she won't take the gas. She won't take it. She's pushing it off. Her oh. mouth's all fucked up. So then they say to me, how hey, old is she? At the time, Four? Oh, oh wow, baby. really little. Wow. Yeah. Five. Toddler, and she's yeah. in pain and she doesn't know why. Yeah. So I they the doctor says to me, and this is gonna sound crazy, but the doctor says to me, Hey, we need you to put the gas the mask on her face. You're yeah. her dad, you're the only one she trusts. So I go, Hey baby, Aww. we're gonna smell the sweet gas. 
It's gonna, and you're gonna go to sleep. And when you wake up, your mouth's gonna be totally fine. And she looks at me and goes, "What if I don't wake up?" And I went, "Oh, motherfucker! <laughs> God damn you!" Oh, now I'm God. looking at them like, "What if she doesn't wake up? What do we do?" Like yeah. now I start thinking really out of the box comic thoughts. Like, like, what do we do with the body? Like, do I bring it home with me? Like, I'm really freaking out. Really freaking um, out. Um, they don't give you a dead body to take home. No shit. But I'm <laughs> just, fucking. Well, we couldn't like, do the just, surgery, but here's your daughter. Just They don't give like give your daughter in a to go bag. <laughs> They're like, hey man, we, we we're a dentist office. We're not ready. For I don't this. know. You take her. <laughs> so, oh my god! I just I just Lenny it from mice and men. I grab it, <laughs> I shove it on her face. She goes out. I'm crying. Mm-hmm. My wife goes into the waiting room. I go to the bathroom. I can't stop crying. I had taken a Xanax, by the way. So, mm, like, that shit doesn't work. Especially half a milligram. So I go out. Oh, my God. I yeah. go out to the waiting room, and I'm sobbing uncontrollably. Now there's people there. There's a black chick with some big black dude. She's trying to calm me down. You know how black chicks can calm me down? You've seen the Matrix. Oh, in a way that yeah. no other can. Yes. Yeah. In a way that no other human can. Yeah. And she's trying to calm me down. I'm like, no, I'm not having it. Wow. There's a kid with his dad, and he's like, Dad, you said this wasn't going to be that bad. I am flipping out. Right. After, like. 15 minutes, which is a long time to cry in front of people. They come out and they're like, she's fine. You can come have her. So they take, there's an expensive dentist in the Beverly, in Beverly Hills. We Whoa. grab her and we were broke at the time. Really broke. Really, Why'd you really take broke. her there? Because it's your kid. Well, you need the best. Oh, oh. Yeah. Best yeah. of the best. Right. Broke her jaw. So we take her into a receiving room. She's got gauze in her mouth. She's still asleep. It's a, it's a private receiving room with a leather couch. It's me and my wife. All of a sudden, the door kicks open and it's the black chick. Aww. And she gives me a hug. Told She's you. like, being a daddy's hard, isn't it? And Aww. I was like, yeah. I look at my wife and she is floored. And I go, what? I look at the black chick. It's Whitney Houston. What? Holy Are you shit. Fucking kidding me? What? This is the best story I've ever heard. You didn't know it was Whitney Houston the first time? What? That's why you go to a Beverly Hills dentist. Whoa. Everybody. Whoa. Damn. Didn't expect that more than I've never expected anything. Wow. What a curveball. I am fucking floored. I'm watching my wife look at Whitney Houston, who is now sitting. She looked perfect. Of course she did. She sits down with my I like how you didn't you didn't even recognize perfect Whitney Houston. Because I was like, maybe if she wasn't in makeup or whatever, you couldn't tell it was her, you know. As a guy, when you're crying, you're not paying attention. (laughs) I think you're so embarrassed. And That's I'm very just sweet. sobbing, and this woman's looking at me. I swear to you, all my children, she's just looking at me, trying to like soothe Comfort me. You. And I'm just like, I'm she like, would, fuck she'd off. Have been like, hey, leave me alone. Uh, and you, wait, what? She sits down with my wife and starts rubbing George's hair. Oh and going like, wow! And going, and Your going, child has been blessed. And but the best, wow. part, the best part of the story is, well, she. Well, then she goes. Uh, she leaves, and the and the the dent. Uh, my wife goes. I'm so glad you didn't say anything. So I didn't say anything to her. I just went, yeah, it's tough. Oh, celebrities, pro- like big celebrities like that probably like love it. Oh when you God. don't say it, yeah. they're just, just like masturbated to a lady. Yeah. She, like, yes. she sat with us for probably five minutes. Yeah, she was hoping that you would recognize her. <laughs> well, I guess uh, <laughs> five minutes. She's like, is anyone going to say anything? I'm fucking Whitney Houston Not a fan here. of brilliant music, so I'm going to go. Jesus. It's like, how many hit singles do you have to have to get fucking recognized in Beverly Hills? Yes, they don't like good singers, though. So. <laughs> Jesus, wait, start singing the national anthem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, and 
<laughs> she gets up and leaves, and then and my wife goes, "I'm so glad you didn't say anything." I said, "Why not?" And oh, you didn't even know. Still, I no, no, I did, but oh. I, I, I just didn't. I he mean, played I, it I cool. Be, you were got, so upset. I, I mean, was, you were so upset. I was so caught off guard. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. I didn't say anything only because I just didn't know. I didn't know what to. I didn't know what to do in that moment because yeah. I really am still upset. Mm-hmm. My daughter's got gauze in her mouth and is passed out. And at that point, like fucking anybody could have walked in. You're like, I don't care. Like, well, this is a little did bit. We, I was like, Whitney Houston made feel a little bit better, right? Oh, yeah. We should call my wife. We should call my wife <laughs> and <laughs> ask her what she thought about it. So. Yeah, hey, if you put on speaker close to the mic, we can hear it. Don't worry, I will. We've done that during an episode before. So, um, well, if my daughter had died during that, I would just be like, Whitney Houston's God. That's just the end of the story. When it's so, what's so funny about all of it is that my wife said, I'm so glad you didn't say anything. And I was like, Really? She goes, What were you planning on saying? Ugh. And all I thought about saying was going, Does Bobby cry? It was the only thing <laughs> oh, I thought about saying. She would have been there in your room for another hour. What time is it in LA? You're my bodyguard. Um, seven, six, five, four, 43. She should be there. Uh oh. Uh-oh. Hey guys, this is my wife's number. Oh no, no, we don't need to know that. Um, I'll call my wife. We'll get my wife's response because my wife. I've never talked to my wife about it really. Like I mean, we've talked about it, obviously. Yeah. Every time uh, some black chick sings a national anthem on a Super Bowl, my daughter's like, "Is that the chick?" And I go, "No, nah, she's dead." <laughs> How old's your daughter now? Thirteen. Uh, okay. By the way, we talked. I talked to her about slut I was shaming. Just oh, really? Yeah, I was have. asking if you talked to her about sex, but you talked to her about slut shaming. That's not, amazing. She. Uh, I'm not going to have the answer you want to hear on this. That's okay. Uh-oh. Is she a little hottie? What's no, the problem? No, 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 no. She said she was talking to me about. I we were in London and she fell on a rock again. She's a faller. <laughs> she really is clumsy, but I'm sorry. <laughs> You gotta oh, like, sorry. you gotta put some weights on the bottom sorry. of her shoes. Your daughter falling? Is she okay? <laughs> I did not see that coming. Wait, what? Yeah, she falls a lot. I mean, I fell too, but. By the way, Georgia, you're gonna hear this when you're in college. <laughs> yeah, she fell again. She fell again. She fell again. She falls a lot. Now she, that I think you about really it. gotta get her better shoes. <laughs> she, she, she fell on a rock. I mean, that's that's pretty bad. <laughs> it, knocked, it knocked the wind out of her. <laughs> and she got so upset, I couldn't calm her down. And I oh. She's like, Dad, why doesn't my body work the way others work? Oh. I should say she has one leg. Oh, no. there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Missing link. <laughs> so, no, so she fell in London and she knocked the wind out of her. And then she said... Um, she couldn't was unconsolable. And I go, baby, it's okay. She goes, no, it's not. It's not. And she was a little bit jet lagged, but she's also, you know, my youngest daughter is the, f- hey, Georgia, if you're listening, stop listening. Um, my youngest daughter is really funny. Uh-huh. Legit, really funny. Yeah. Like, to the point Sorry, where I'm funnier than my brother. It's cool. Yeah. My, my, to the point where I'm telling jokes about her on stage that aren't even jokes. I'm not even writing Just them. quoting her. Just quoting her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. And that's awesome. She, this is a perfect example. We were, uh, we were, by the way, I'm not touching this at all. I'm just telling what okay. happened. Uh, we were snorkeling in Hawaii. Uh-huh. We all get up to a reef, the whole family, and we all pop up and have a moment to share as a family. We all take our masks off. Everyone <laughs> smiles. And then Isla is her name. Oh, she puts, a name. she puts her mask back on, looks at me, smiles, and goes, you got to the count of 10. <laughs> and I go, I go, for what? And Georgia just goes, I don't know, but I'd start swimming if I were you. <laughs> like, George's oh, like, I'm in the water. I can't it's fall. My it's my wife. It's my wife. Here we go. Hey, what are you doing? Hey, babe. 
Hey, uh, you're on a podcast right now. Hey, when Whitney Houston <laughs> came in the room, dating a comedian or what, married to one, what was the what was your response when you saw Whitney Houston? When I saw Whitney Houston, yeah, I was like, oh my god, she was beautiful. <laughs> she looked beautiful, didn't she? She's beautiful. She amazing, yeah. How long did we sit with her? On like she sat with you and George on the couch, but how long did we sit with her before she left? You mean in the lobby? No, no, in the in the in the waiting room. No, no, in the room where we received Georgia, yeah. where she had the gauze in her mouth. Yeah. Um, probably like two minutes. Yeah. I mean, longest I, two I, minutes I, yeah, of my life. Yeah, I make it sound like five, <laughs> yeah. but whatever. We need we need a, a, a five no, to ten from you. She yeah. Came in and said, "You're a really good mama. You're a really good mama, and she's gonna be okay." And she knows oh. Georgia's dad, and she left. I have <sighs> Yeah, that's like getting touched by that's the, the real story. I don't know what story you told. Story. <laughs> I told the same story you similar, told. Similar. <laughs> oh, okay. Kind of. Yeah. All right. Where are you? Are you going home? We are in the drive-thru at McDonald's getting our celebratory uh, ice cream cone for the first day of camp. Woo! Yay! Wish oh, I was nice. there. You did nice. it. Is that a third kid? Yeah, I was like, who's Mimi? Yeah. Who's you at? And Lily are old pros. And uh, George gets an ice cream cone because she's gone. All right, guys, we're wasting valuable air time. <laughs> I love you guys. I love you guys. Congratulations, love Mimi. Bye-bye. <laughs> right. Bye-bye. Love you. Is she she sounds very Wait, southern. Can... My wife's a redneck. Yeah, I, said, oh, I was like, yeah. oh, how delightful. Yeah, real redneck. <laughs> no, I, I, I grew up in redneck I mean, country going to NASCAR races. <laughs> real no. redneck. Where did you grow up? Virginia. Ten, For real? Yeah, Chesapeake, Virginia. Like discipline your dog with a shovel redneck? No, we didn't because we were northerners that my dad was in the Navy. So we were kind of surrounded, but we were, whew. I mean, it yeah. was redneck to the point where like Confederate flags on the porch. Oh, yeah. NASCAR is life. Oh, uh, hell yeah. That's my wife's family. The Bible world. is everything. We're going to Alabama for two weeks in a, in a couple weeks. Scary. Uh, yeah. I want to go there so bad. I want to go to like Cannes. I want to go to all those Southern states and I love, just like immerse I love, myself in it. I love the South. I think, I feel like as an entertainer, uh, if you don't do the South, you don't get it. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it's important to see every type of person and populations and like get well, into it. Our art form really is to make strangers laugh. Yeah. It's not to make our friends laugh in the East Village. We can all do that. Yeah. And it's like, I was at Skanks Fest yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I can definitely make those guys laugh. But can I make people that don't know me laugh? That's the art form. Oh, absolutely. Don't worry. We'll, Wait. we'll, we'll bleep that out. Um, <laughs> question. You so know? you... It's our, that's our nemesis. We'll talk about it. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I do have a oh, question. We're running okay. out of time. You have not given your 13-year-old daughter a sex talk? No. Or, or, and neither has your wife? No, not at all. Are you planning on it? No. See, that's going to fuck shit up. So I never, th- told, I, I, never, I never told you the story. About I never got to talk. I yeah. never got to talk. I never got to talk. Yeah. Well, I, but it didn't work out well for me. I what? mean, I, I, because I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know about having respect for sex. I didn't know that sex could be pleasurable. I just thought it was for like, there's just Hold so on, many things over, I wish over, I knew. Over. So you're 13. You don't get to talk. When did you lose your virginity? Uh, 15, 15 That's going on 16. Pretty young. Yeah, it's very young. Very young. But, but I, I no one talked to me about it. More importantly than having the talk, like as in one singular day where you sit down on the edge of the bed, I think right. I think it's more important to grow up in a home where just like with open-mindedness where you feel like you can go and talk to people. Because I also didn't get a talk, but I think that perhaps is the difference between like, because like there was no, there was like no it's better negativity about sex in my house. What, so do you think that's, do you have that? In, like has, has your daughter ever asked you about sex 
podcast or anything? No. Wow. Interesting. You, so, but like, do you, do you, have you had conversations about sex or sexuality in front of her? No. Like as far as like media or people dressing it in, I started masturbating from the age of six and I was convinced I was like, I'm going to get pregnant any day now. It's just a matter of time, I guess. No, I I like, I, yeah, not at all. Well, cause you need not, I mean, knowledge is important. Even if you just like accidentally leave a book in someone's room. Have you and your wife ever discussed having a sex talk with any of your kids or talking about sex with any of your kids? I'm just curious because I don't know what it's like to be a parent. So I, okay. Like, I mean, in all fairness, my 13 year old still believes in Santa. (laughs) That's what I believed in Santa until I was 12 and everything yeah. worked out for me. Now the day she Honestly, finds I, out, she's going to be real upset. Yeah, it's really upsetting when you, especially when you believe that You long. were like, oh, everything is a lie yes. and adults yeah. are out to harm me. Correct. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. Cool, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. I, I, it's devastating. I wish that I, you know, my wife said she wants to be 100% honest with her. She's like 100% transparency. Okay. But I, I'm not, I don't believe in that. Like, I don't believe in that only because I've done a lot of dirt in my life. So I can't just like put her on the table when she's 13. Nah, you don't have to do that though. You don't need to tell her about your, like your stuff. You don't have to tell her about the biscuit jerking off story. And honey, I did not start jerking off, but boy, did I take my black (laughs) one off and saw two guys jerking off. (laughs) Like, what do I tell her about drugs? Like, that's the really, my, my complicated part right now is that like, I'm in a culture where all my friends are big marijuana advocates. Yeah, but you have to have respect for marijuana. You have to respect substances and use them properly. Yeah, but there's no way to explain that to a child. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I, by the way, I'm really, I'm not, I'm not, there's no yeah. right answer for this, but I just yeah. say like, like I haven't done uh, getting dug with high only because I don't want my daughter to see that first and that be her introduction to marijuana. Totally. Is her dad getting high as shit, having a blast with one of his friends and laughing his dick off. Yeah. Like I've smoked weed with Rogan on air, but it's, oh, they always edit around it because mm-hmm. I don't want my daughter seeing that and going like, oh, so when you get high, you just giggle a lot. Because right. well, I don't, I, I don't believe your brain, brain develops until twenty. Yeah, and I want right. you to, I want, I, I, man, I want the best life for her. I, I want her to, you know, I don't. I, I said to someone the other day, I don't want her to have to get high to play frisbee. Like, right. I agree with you though, but that's kind of the what we do on this podcast because <clears throat> we're <clears throat> older than a lot of our listeners. <clears throat> And we talk about like uh, drinking and stuff, but then we're like, don't come to our shows trashed. And it is a bit, it, yeah. it's a little bit hypocritical, but my, tr- my true reasoning is like, life is going to get a lot be- worse and harder and you so, need to save those things. Otherwise you're going to end up on like, meth. What do you have left? Let's talk about this then. So then I really we'll, stand by that. We'll we'll go back, we'll, we're going to the slut oh, shaming okay. right now. So Georgia falls on a rock in London and Starts inconsolable. And I said, baby, calm down. She goes, everyone thinks Isla's better. I have a hard time in this family. Aww. And I'm like, baby, you're cool as shit. You're beautiful. And she says to me very candidly, she goes, I'm not cool. I went, what? She goes, dad, I'm not cool. Mm-hmm. I said, what do you mean? She goes, I'm not one of the popular kids. Uh, I'm I'm a nerd. And I was like, no, you're not. Like, she is beautiful. Yeah. And I go, no, you're not. She goes, no, no, no. All the popular girls have had a couple boyfriends. And then I said to her, oh, no, they're just sluts. Like, that's, <gasps> by the way, this is horrible Burn. parenting. No, no, it's, no but I on, really appreciate you being honest. But it's, but it's, but it's real. And then, and then I, I think this should be noted is that she's like, what do you mean? I said, no, what's going to happen to these young ladies is that there are guys that are the equivalent of you that don't feel cool, that don't feel appreciated, don't feel loved. And they're going to start spreading rumors about these girls. And, and that is bad, but that's what's going to happen. And then when you get to high school and you haven't had five boyfriends in eighth grade, then that'll be, you'll be valuable 
to all these boys. It's 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 super complicated. And I understand. Well, but also because it's saying, well, you want to be a value. The, the whole um, the whole sentiment of a woman being pure really fucks us up. Dude, can I tell you, my wife's had sex with probably twenty more people than I've ever had sex with. For every one person I've had sex, with. do we want to call her back and? Uh check those no. facts check those facts and figures because but you is... said the word slut to, to your daughter nah because, I maybe did I'm you literally say those I, girls are sluts probably okay yeah probably look I'm I a regular she's dude. 13 yeah I'm a regular dude like I'm across <clears> the board I won't I won't ever uh, try to round who I am to, for you yeah. guys I'm, I'm pretty no, real no 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 I'm and like I, thank you for saying this, that this conversation I believe should be very real in this because my wife got really upset about the conversation. She was like, that you can't do that. Like she's a girl. Like you can't slut shame her already. Like you can't go like, hey, if you right. have five boyfriends, you're a slut. And I was like, no, but that is what kind of what's happening is that these girls have four boyfriends in eighth grade, and that is how boys react. Well, well, a lot of girls react that because, way too. Yes. But that's what you might have been feeding into of oh, she has this is the third boyfriend she's had in the ninth grade. She's a whore. But hold on. Let's let's. Well, because I think what you said it. was ac- I think you what you said was accurate, but it is not like morally correct. Yes, uh, yeah, you're giving so her clue on the social dynamic. There's value to both. It's like if I tell you, uh, listen, if you speed a bunch, you're gonna get a ticket. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, like, if you shoplift, you're gonna get caught. If you start having boyfriends in eighth grade and you have like five of them in eighth grade. Guys will say stuff about you. That is how that works. I mean, it depends. It's it not depends right. if, like, right. people are like, you know, you know it, the, the stories start early about people like blowing each other or and someone's like, the easy, like Kelly, and stuff. Kelly gave three blowjobs already. She'll, she'll give it up. I mean, right. guys do talk about women That's, in middle school that way and so, and other women do too. Well, let's, let's cut to you the. You can the, also reinvent yourself in high school, though, just a heads so up. So true. Yeah, well, by the way, by the way, when you're a grown up, none of that matters. But I am saying, yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah. The, like, but it only matters. It matters so much. It matters the most when you're a kid. It matters so much when you're a kid. But for like, so like, there's an equivalent to slut shaming for gentlemen or for boys. Like boys feel like they're inadequate. The same thing as girls feel. Boys feel as they're inadequate in like ninth grade. In ninth mm-hmm. grade, dude, everyone got laid, and I was the only guy that got in. Ninth laid. grade, dang. Ninth grade, I was ninth grade, tenth. Well, I guess grade, I was tenth grade. grade when I lost my virginity. What am I saying? Yeah, but I like it's the same thing for a guy to be like, I haven't gotten laid yet. Am I gay? Does that mean I'm not gay? right? Like, like they'll draw the all these conclusions because did you think you were gay? Hundred percent. Really? Hundred percent. Well, because so many of these ideas can pop in your head in in middle school in those pivotal years, oh. and that's all that matters. You don't have bills to pay. You don't have obligations to meet other than you want to be cool get good grades if that's a priority for you and then you know not being able to not being able to pick up chicks like 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 my buddy sean hooker could get any chick he wanted Mm -hmm. i could not and i that it messes with your head like and your self-esteem and your self-esteem and that is those are the guys that start start talking gossip about girls yeah so well, like, if we yeah. want to get to slut shaming, let's get down to the base of it. And it's the guys who do it. That's once again, Anahid is my friend. Uh, uh, what's his name's wife? That that is. Let's get to the base of these dudes doing it. Yeah. But a lot of women slut shame too, or girl, or girls slut shame That's too, because ridiculous. they. Oh my god! So I mean, it's many a, girls slut shame. And I oh. think to a certain extent, girls care about more what other girls say about them than what men say about them. Girls are a little more vile with it, or a little more vicious. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I think I think it's definitely more hurtful. I mean, it's on a different level for me. But like, I think it's like because I just kind of like no offense, but I don't really care what guys say about me. But like. 
like I, but when but women's like, opinions of me, but yeah, then because I, I then I just get so frustrated with like all the you know all this work with feminism is just like falling upon deaf ears, and that's how I feel. It's it's the same way. I don't care what fans think about me, but I care what comics think about me. Yeah. Like oh when yeah. Com- when I, if I heard two comics being like it's same shit, I'd be like, oh my yeah, god. That's much more helpful because you respect them. They understand the craft. Like yeah. it's it's way more. Fans just like a bunch of oh those guys are fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> I, I the thing I find is that I th- I think. Um, very honestly, I think my wife would probably say this. She's had sex with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I think she would uh, call her. I don't think she'd call herself a slut, but like, I think she would definitely be concerned about my, I've only had sex with six people. Okay. So like, I think she was concerned when she told me her number, mm-hmm. she was right. definitely concerned. And I was like, I was old enough to like not care. And be when like, did you meet? We met when I was 30, 28, 28. Oh, wow. Okay. That's pretty young. Yeah. I was 28 years old. uh, Fell in love with her immediately. And, and, uh, but, you know, obviously, you know, this is back when everyone thought everyone was getting AIDS. We were like, (laughs) like 14 years ago. Remember when? (laughs) Everyone was, and we were like, how many people have you slept with? And she was like, her number was aggressively more than mine. Right. And then, and by the way, this is also at the time when uh, I think the slut, Moniker was disappearing because of Sex in the City. Yeah, yeah, and, right. Because people were actually talking about it, and you were hearing like yeah. a character like Samantha had not been on television before. So much so, I swear to God, we could call my wife right now, and she would tell you that. <laughs> like, I thought we I, should call your. Should we call your wife? <laughs> I, I thought that she just wanted to fuck me. I thought she was a whore. She just wanted to fuck me. Interesting. And I was like, oh, that's what they do these days. No one wants to fall in love. <laughs> but see, but that sends from insecurity, right? 100%. Where that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the most insecure guy you'll ever meet. Yeah. Ever. Like ever. you think she, she, someone like her couldn't have possibly like really felt feelings for you? Oh, I, I was like, why would someone that's smart, beautiful, and funny ever want to love and a, me? And a redneck. <laughs> and a redneck. Well, that's, well can I tell you, that when, I, when we started dating, she was like, hey, there's something I need to tell you. I was like, okay, we're going back to our no, 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 Bird, no. I'm a redneck. We were, she told me two things. <laughs> she stopped me. She stopped me right before we had sex. And she For goes, the first time? Yep. Okay. She goes, there's something I need to tell you. Oh, and I was Lord. like, okay. She goes, uh, number one, I'm in debt. By the way, I thought she was going to tell me she had herpes. I thought she didn't tell you she was I mean, either Houston. way. <laughs> By the way, now I wish she had herpes because I didn't realize that when, you, when you're when you in debt and you get married, you accrue some Oh, yeah, debt. yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, you do. Fuck. That's worse than oh, herpes. Oh, I met Steven, my boyfriend, so much in debt. Oh, but I'm not. School, I mean, film school. Uh, no, uh, well, from acting school, and then just not being able to pay medical bills or pay my student loans. So then they, I mean, then your credit goes down the fucking drain. And oh, my wife was like, I'm in debt, and uh, we were going to her, her dad's house. We're gonna meet her dad. She goes, my dad lives in a convenience store. Whoa, I'm sorry. What you have a wow, real redneck, real redneck in a convenience store. Like, there's a cop behind a counter, or is it like a back room? It was actually amazing. It was, it was in the was, freezer. It was no, was it? It was the freezer. A walk oh in, my god, a walk in freezer. It was he lived in the freezer and he had built a wall. Is that why she was in debt? <laughs> no, she uh, it was a walk in free. I wish my wife was on this podcast right now because I would love to talk to her. I think everyone is like, like for real, dude. Everything I'm telling you is true. No, I believe you. In hyperbole, you know what I right. mean? But like, yeah, he he had closed off the freezer and he had a, a house in the back of the convenience store that was attached to the freezer. He owned the convenience store? He owned the convenience store. Okay. It's called Thank Kemp's God. Corner in Bowden. Okay. It's called, I think it's still called Kemp's Corner. What state is this? Uh, Georgia. Okay. On the, on the border of Alabama and Georgia. Is this why your daughter's name is Georgia? Yes. Okay. Aww. Yeah. And so uh, I was like, I was initially, I was I was concerned. I was like, wow, 
He owns a convenience store. And then we went there. We stayed there the first night. First of all, for any guy well, you listening. You stayed in the convenience store? In the cooler. We Whoa. stayed in the fucking cooler. It was Spacious. Okay. ice cold, which I love. Yeah, that sounds great. Pitch black, which Perfect. I love. Great sleeping environment. And if you wake up, you can get a Reese's peanut butter cup and Yo, a beer in a heartbeat. Brilliant. It was the fucking greatest thing in my life. Oh my God. Airbnb when, this. Dude, when I when we moved, when he he sold it, I was so heartbroken. Oh. I was like, I love this fucking Kemp's corner. You would get up <laughs> and all the old rednecks would wake up and they just go have breakfast there, have a biscuit. And, oh. And just gossip. You'd come out in your underwear, and they'd be all sitting around. Hey, hey Bert, how you doing? You pull up a chair. They would sell my wife's scripts at the front thing. She was a screenwriter. They'd sell her scripts, and people in the South would read them like they were books. Oh my god, this is adorable! Isn't I love not? this. Yeah, right, right. This sounds fun. Uh, you guys have to meet my wife. Yeah. Well, like, I was listening to. She can come to Kesha with us to one of your podcasts. My wife uh, doesn't like Kesha. Well, uh, she will after this concert. We will make her like Kesha. <laughs> But uh, one of the conversations that you and her had at the top of your podcast was about how she does all the stuff. Like she walks the dog. She fucking because you're not there for it and stuff. So she kind of seems like she runs the show in terms of the family and the got to get shit done. Yeah. Is there ever any bitterness there? Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. not like she's in a good mood. Yeah. She's a great... She's a great fucking sport. She's a trooper. And she's very supportive. The whole question we have right now is who fills my tank? Because mm-hmm. like she definitely fills my tank, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I fill her tank sometimes. Because mm-hmm. I am. It's important discussion to have. I am like, and by the way, I had this conversation with Bobby Kelly, and Bobby's like, "You're paying the fucking bills." I had this conversation with Bill. I've had this conversation with everyone. Uh, I'm working a lot, so I'm not really there to pay, like, fill her tank, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, she's an amazing chick. But I'm, if you respect each other, that sometimes can be enough. Maybe, Maybe not. Though. I mean, no, no I, I'm cool with it. Yeah, yeah, but like, I don't know her perspective. Like, Are I don't you, know. Oh. Like, I don't know her perspectives. Go like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you happy? Like, she, I don't. Oh, oh. I think she's happy. I think she's happy. She seems happy. You know, I mean, I, I just don't know. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's okay to actually ask. Are you? Do you not ask her outright? Are you happy because you're afraid of the all answer? The no, yeah. no, I ask her all the oh, time. Oh, you do it. Okay. And she says she's happy, but who knows? You know. Oh, you're saying you don't like, know if her. She's actually being genuine. Yeah, I would never. I would never think my wife would ever cheat on me ever. But like, I think those are the guys that get cheated on. You know what I mean? Who sure. aren't there? Well, like, yeah. I mean, I'm working yeah. a lot, and uh, and I'm gone a lot. Would you ever have any sort of arrangement where you could sleep with no, the person? No, oh, no, okay. I'm not that guy. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely not that. Guy. It's not great are. for insecure people. I'm That's sh- true. Yeah, like I'm. I'm cool with. Uh, yeah, I'm not that guy. <laughs> That's okay. You don't. Yeah. Nor you don't have to be. You are who you are. Like I heard Nikki Glaser one time say that uh, she wanted to with her boyfriend to be able to sleep with other people. Well, yeah, she kind of discussed it on our. Well, she has show. like a cuckolding fetish, like I do. Like she likes when her boyfriend would go out, make out with another girl, come back and tell her about it. That's a kink, though. Like that's that's different. Oh yeah, a lot of that. traveling artists have arrangements like that. Like I know musicians and stuff too. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not into it either. But also, my boyfriend's also traveling comics. So I'm like, well, we're both on the word on the road working. It's not like one of us is leaving the other one home. So there's absolutely no excuse. For I fall in love really <laughs> quick. I think. Oh, well, you said you're, you're friends with Steve Byrne because he has one of my favorite bits about kind of like um, <clears throat> women and men. He's like, you know, uh, women are always like on their way to like the VIP room at a concert. I'm butchering this so badly. But then like <laughs> men would be on the way to the VIP room. But then when they would fall in love with the girls selling concessions on the way to the VIP room, like men wear their heart on their sleeve a little bit yeah. more where girls are like, this is what I want for myself. And I have very like specific qualifications that I want this person to have. Whereas guys are just like, oh, she was nice to me. See, the thing, 
the thing now, Georgia, if you're listening, stop. Um, <laughs> the thing I love about my wife is that she was like I had had relationships with another woman at a time, and uh, I didn't understand. I didn't what trust the fuck? Her. What does that mean? You had I, a girlfriend like, before her? No. Uh, you I'm, cheated on her? No, 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 no. <laughs> I uh, when I started dating my wife, I, I there was another girl that I was I had like hooked up with and, okay. that I had known. And she had reached out to me and said, you know, I, I have feelings for you. And I was like, and I, I I measured both of them. And I thought, my wife's the kind of chick that you can marry and 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 just be like, so this is what we'll do. Like, we're going to start a family. We'll buy chickens. We'll buy a dog and a cat. We'll have kids. We'll have an above ground pool. Like, and we'll be happy. We'll have coffee in the mornings and we'll giggle. This other chick was the kind of person that was always like skating around looking for the next thing. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah. And I was like, I can't be with that. Like, I, I don't want that. That, that would make me feel really insecure. I want, and on gotcha. edge. And, yeah. yeah. I, want, I want the thing. When my, my wife dumped me like four months in. Oh, interesting. Because I was, I was drinking too much and she was like, eh, whatever. I said to, I know this is going to sound like a lunatic, but I said to God, I was on a hike in Runyon Canyon. And I said, God, if you just give me back, give me her back. I promise you I won't fuck it up. And he gave me your back. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, good. I got it. Thank you. And I, and so how long was, were you apart for? Uh, two days. <gasps> you are oh, ridiculous. Bert. Two that's, days. That's that wasn't God. That was someone realizing, oh, I like this guy. Uh, I, I, <laughs> hey, whatever you want to call it, that's beautiful. Whatever you want to call that's it. Two beautiful. days. <laughs> and it oh, seems man. like you and your wife have a fun relationship and you're a team and you respect each other. And yeah. Hmm. Let's talk. Let's talk gossip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want to end on that? No. What, what time? How, how uh, long we, we we've doing? done an hour. We've done a little over. We've been hour. we've been here for do? four hours. Oh. Yeah, this is not the this is not Bobby Kelly's podcast. We're not going to sit here for five hours. So you guys do an hour? That's so fun. What do you have? Any other? Uh, do you have a sex story you want to close on? Like a crazy one? Because you said all oh, I have. Yeah, a sex I do. I do. Okay. I do. Let's hear it. <laughs> I wanted to know what you wanted to gossip about, though, because <laughs> you slurped a big iced coffee and then you're like, let's gossip. <laughs> let's gossip. Let it. Can I tell you that I feel like I feel like uh, female. Podcasts don't get enough respect because that is we get a lot of respect. <laughs> no, you guys definitely do. Yeah, but like, but like, there are a lot of women podcasts out there that yeah that like people sleep on, and then they they follow the 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 ones that are like take your tops off or you know whatever it is. I like, mean, well, I mean, I think sometimes like we don't get respect as far as like no, you guys. By the way, you guys get hardcore respect from women, but I, I mean, I've certainly heard things. I, I know, so, I know that I know some people are fucking mad because like we weren't famous uh, comedians who started a podcast or whatever, or because we didn't, you know, we're stand up comedians, but like we kind of are bread and butter as the podcast. But it's okay. No. It's like they can hate, and I'm cool. I hear, I hear, <laughs> I hear it. I know what's up. It's, Don't worry, I, I'll be nice to your face, but I'm holding a big old grudge. <laughs> I have a list. <laughs> I know everyone. You think I know everyone who's ever said anything bad about me, and I will never uh, forgive them. <laughs> I love that. I do too. I do too. I she tells me who also. I gotta hate, and I'm like, I have I, a cool. list. Also, I'll text Christy to update. Yeah. This is, by we, the way, we, we also don't like this person like now. This. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if you know, but you don't. I, you don't like this person, and now. I don't even know. To, I don't even need to know why. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> This is, we don't. This is not a person we like. Anymore. I love when I get those texts. From He's like, by the way, we hate this guy yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a deep bond. Oh. Yeah, it is. Oh, I have I have one good sex story. <laughs> Just is, one. Well, what have, by the way, I am horrible at sex. So half, We've of, heard. half of my act, oh. yeah, still, still, definitely. I still. mean, why? 
Why? What? How the yeah. fuck? It's you, not really that hard. You can talk it into if being you, better. It's if you not. tied my hands behind my back and said, hey, you need to give an orgasm to a woman with just your dick, I'd be like, I don't oh, know how to do all that. All right. No. All right. A lot of women don't come that way. Yeah. yeah. First of all, that's not you. It might be, but it's not. Coincidentally, it could have just been all six women you've had sex with don't come that way. Yeah. And that's pretty, that makes a lot of sense. Those, make, those are logical odds. I'll walk for- you through all six. I'll walk you through all six. Okay. Okay. I, I can't come with just a dick and I hate, I wish I, I could. I come with just a I dick. I know. I want that to be a shirt. Someone make that a shirt. We should to make, give guys more confidence because most women can't. I have a few friends with what I call a magical vagina and yeah. you could stick a dick in them and they're like, bah. Yeah, like, Asians. I fucking wish. Asians. <laughs> Asians. <laughs> dude, every Asian chick I've ever met can have an orgasm so easily. Well, Esther Koo. I was going to say Esther, Esther Koo. She masturbates at the end of her podcast. I'm like, Seven times. I Esther. love Esther. If you have, if you have a chance and, and you want to listen to something brilliant, listen to her read Come. at the end of her podcast. It is fucking hilarious. Yeah, I love it. She does that. Yeah. She's great. Um, but what's yours? Sex story. Oh, okay. We'll walk you through them. So <laughs> the worst one. Yeah, that's what we want. Oh, oof. By the way, you know who Tony Woods is? Yes. Tony Woods was Dave Chappelle's mentor. Okay. Yes. Oh, okay. Black comic. I was really like, he's great. a comic. He's an older comic, right? He told me never to tell this story. Perfect. No. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Sorry, Tony. We're taking a break from your advice. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna start the story backwards and tell you the first time. So there was a Memento girl. Memento style. There was a girl. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. Did you say memento? Oh, yeah. I thought you said Mentos. <laughs> no, I mean that too. I mean, the that's so weird. Maker. No, I said Memento, but we could also tell it Mento style. So the first time there was this girl that worked at the Boston Comedy Club. Do you remember that place? That, yeah, mm-hmm. I host a show at Zinc Bar, which is right below where that was. Yeah. Sarah Silverman started there. Yeah, and I, I barked. I was the, yeah, I barked and worked the door. And Mark Marin. Yep. And so there was a bartender there that we used to hang out. I won't say her name. I'll call her Jenny. Sure. And so uh, <laughs> the first time we ever, she had a boyfriend. The first time we got her and ever hooked up, we, uh, she was like, I have a boyfriend. I can't hook up with you. But we can definitely do cocaine and jack off in front of each other. Good girl. <laughs> Smart gal. Go get your rocks off. Always a way around it. <laughs> I always thought that was a great alternative to cheating. Dear God. <laughs> your breath. When you went, good girl. Yeah. <laughs> so we go back to my place. It's across the street from the cellar. Perfect. We do cocaine. We light some candles and we <laughs> jack I off. I like candles to mutually jerk off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you jerk off. Mm-hmm. You jerk off. Mm-hmm. So. Are you staring at each other's eyes all the time? She says to me, yes, 100%. That's hot, dude. Right? It's fucking hot. She says to me, she goes, uh, you can't tell anyone about this at all. Okay. So tell them about it. So, <laughs> so I, I go to work the next day and Rich Voss is sitting by the stoop. Rich. <laughs> goes, I heard you jerked off with Jenny. Oh, Jenny. <laughs> Girl, you told me. She had done it with him to get a ride home. <laughs> No, this yeah, is her move. Uh, by the way, I'm definitely using the wrong name. So, good, good. So, but also so, mutual j- j- uh, masturbation is hot. Yeah, it was actually really cool. I kind of liked it a lot. I do it every once in a while. My boyfriend and I have been together for six years and we'll do that. And it's so fucking hot. My wife won't do it. Well, then My she doesn't want to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we have... <laughs> let's call her. <laughs> I need you inside me, Bert. So, I need you inside me, Bert. That's more like it. So we, uh, we end up having sex one time she had a boyfriend i feel like a dirtbag but we go back to my place uh-huh. we have sex and i have an orgasm 
super fast, okay. like like uh, under a minute. I feel under like I've heard this story before. Yeah, yeah, it's my <laughs> mantra. And you're still wearing a condom and coming that fast? Yeah. Mm, you should talk to Kevin Brennan. Yeah, he I comes just, so fast. I just listened to, listen to it. By the way, my favorite Kevin Brennan thing line ever, he talked about cheating on his wife at the end of Opie's show uh-huh. and his wife heard it and, and his response was, who listens to the end of the show? <laughs> Such a Kevin response. It's such a great, like, he's like, you listen to the whole thing. Wow. Dumb, dumb. This is why I cheated on you. Yeah, yeah, you, the first 15 minutes, definitely. So uh, <laughs> I have an orgasm really quick and she gets upset with me. She's like, Are you fucking serious? And I go, I'm sorry, but give me a second, like, to I can rebuild. get back in the game. And she's like, No, you need to read a fucking book. You need to get online. You need to learn how to fuck. Mm. Tony Woods told me to never tell this story. Okay. I'm like, I'm like, and I start going like, I'm embarrassed, but I'm like, hey, calm down. And then she starts yelling at me. I go, hey, you're not my girlfriend. You can't yell at me like this. You have a boyfriend. You should learn how to talk to people. Like, this can't happen. And then she goes, no, fuck you. And so I oh. go into the kitchen. I have the condom still on. I go into the kitchen. I shut the door to my room. I grab a beer, a Budweiser out of my room. My buddy Weecho comes out, looks at me. I have a condom on my dick. It's filled with cum. I have a beer in my hand. And I go, give me five minutes. <laughs> And so she comes out. She goes, are you fucking serious? And by the way, it's four in the morning in, in New York City. I lived on Cornelia Street. Wow. She lived in Brooklyn. She had to get on a train. She's like, am I really taking a fucking train home? And I was like, hey, you can't talk to me like this. Like, we just had sex. Like, we could be a team or we cannot be a team. Right. And she's, yeah. And she's like, fuck you, you limp dick motherfucker. And I was like, okay, All you're right. definitely leaving. All you're right. definitely leaving. So I walk her to the door and she's still yelling. I open the door up and she looks at me and... Only because you're listening, I'll tell you, she f- pretends to throw a punch. Just goes, huh! and I uh. fucking flinch, and I throw the beer all over my chest, and, goes, huh! and we both start laughing hysterically, oh, really? hysterically, and then she goes, fuck it, I'll grab a train, and I shut the door. And then she went, and then and then she walked down the hallway and goes, kept going, Bert cries, you can't fuck. Bert cries, you can't fuck. My whole my neighbors were like, heard you can't fuck. <laughs> She, no, can you yeah. fuck? No, I can't. Oh wow. my god! But you, what are you? How are you so bad right now? Like current but I don't day? Care. Not, not that I don't care, but it's like it's like. Look, I one time I said to my wife, I go, "Hey, do you want like only like in like a thing of like, hey, I want you to be happy." I go, "Do you yeah. want me to tie you up or something?" And she was like, "No, tie me." Yeah, right. but like, but like, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you want to like, I don't want you to. Well, you lose say like, your what adventure. turns you on? Mm-hmm. What turns you on? What would excite you? What what would we do something that would give you a little? Ooh, this is a little dangerous. Like, what what would do that for you? I don't think anything's gonna do that for me. Like, I'm super happy with my wife. Like. Like right now, I'm in a little bit of a depression because I I really miss having sex with my wife, and I'm I'm on the road for a week, mm-hmm. and I I I love I really I love the her body like which sounds so crazy because it's she had crazy. two kids like that's not crazy but I love her body yeah I, I your, her body has housed two of your babies that's a that's fucking amazing it's like if you got a rental car and then you bought it. And you're like, oh, we trashed it, but it's ours, you know? <laughs> yeah, same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I love, I love, I love what my wife looks like. Uh, yeah. And who she is, hopefully. And who she is as a person, and how strong she is, and how great of a mother she I is. I like what she Man, looks so like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I love my wife across the board. I'm the, I'm the bad uh, version of comedy because I go. Like I watched Gaffigan last night and Gaffigan murdered, but he's like, he's like a solid dude. Yeah. And you know? he, he's him and his wife have a great relationship. It seems. I love their relationship. Oh my God. Dream. I love that. She like helps him with his material. Except for I would be on stage and the other guy would be helping yeah. me. Right. Yeah. But I'm that guy that I think people watch and they go, uh, Oh, he's a dude. He's going to be like talking about, <laughs> 
pussy farts or whatever. But I like, I love my, I love my wife. Yeah, that's amazing. But so you like, can be a bro and love your wife. It's yeah, but, but that's you know, great. Look, I'll tell you what. Right now, I watched Larry the Cable Guy. Larry, I love you, but like, I watched him compartmentalize his mm-hmm. act. Yeah, and then you, you start can always going, tell. You go, what is it that sells in this country? Like, I, th- I really think if you don't think about things and you just do the thing that buy- the buyers like the most, that's how you sell things. Yeah. Like, Larry the Cable Guy had a joke where he said, uh, I don't know about you guys. I don't believe in global warming. I think the Lord picks our, our temperatures and then went nuts. And that was the joke. Whoa. And I was like, oh, sh-. I was sitting with Nate Bargatze and I was like, Oh, Dude, he could sell a million otter boxes right now. <laughs> That's how Trump got to be president. I mean, but think about it. I mean, think about Hulk Hogan, right? Yeah, he hasn't overthought things. He's just like, hey, brother. Yeah. Like, if you whittle it down, if you overthink a tell, we all love a tell. A tell's probably the most complicated guy we all know. Mm-hmm. But if he had just whittled it down to like, I'm an alcoholic, Argh! he'd be a fucking gazillionaire. But he's a complicated guy who's like... Yeah, there's layers to him. I'm not going to stop drinking. I'm a joke writer. I like writing jokes. I like doing sets late at night. Like, I start thinking, like, if I just dumb it down, I might be rich. Yeah, but dumbing it down never feels as good. Yeah, don't you feel bad? I'm like, when I hate the, like, but the, hate like, the audience while you're up there. I think one of the reasons why the podcast hit <laughs> is because we didn't dumb it down. Because every fucking conversation you hear about sex is like, ladies, do whatever you want. And you're in power. Like, yeah, cool. But let's talk about the consequences and the and then the, how you get treated socially. And you know what I mean? Like, let's fucking be real. That's why I was really well, appreciating no, you telling you have, us that's why you that story fans. about your daughter. That's why you have fans. Right, right, right. But like, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'd, I'd argue the opposite. In, in that, in that, like, you look at like the most people, look at Trump. Yeah. Always said, build a wall, like real simple ideas, build a wall, no more terrorism. And everyone starts going, yeah. Yeah. Cause you use fear as a tactic. Well, you're right as, as far as fans, because as far as like doing other things with the podcast, you know, not to get into details, but like people do want a much more simplified, easily digestible version of this. And it's like, no, we've already done this. So, so the, we dumb the that only down? other thing we can do is something that's better than this. Look at the Otherwise, Rogan, why would we do that? Look at the Joe Rogan experience, right? Mm-hmm. Now, clearly that is a guy who's gone out of his realm to just hang out with guys he wants to talk to. Yeah. And he's so curious and his converse, he's such a good interviewer because he's, he interviews people that he's curious about. And that's yeah. what we try to do. Cause I'm like, if I'm interested in you, like I want to dig, I want to find out who you uh, are. I want to like take stuff out. And that's and what fucking, I, but mm. I'm a podcast fan. I love that. Yeah. But if you said to the average person, what's Joe Rogan's podcast about? They're like drugs, MMA. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess what's what, if you said like, what, like whittle it down. Before you met me, what did you think I was about? I knew you were a bro. Alcohol, oh, yeah, okay, comedy, okay. Yeah. making everybody in the room crack up right, and right, right, die right. laughing. So then what if I just kept it to that? And I was like, bro, comedy, booze. And I need more ha! I need more layers. I mean, I, I would like more you layers less. But yeah, I mean, but you were fucking hilarious when you got drunk and got on stage with David Tell in Vegas. Oh, it was so we saw fucking, the whole thing. It was How magical. Was oh my god. Magical. I was crying laughing, and that takes a lot. Yeah. It All was, three of us were in pain afterwards. His, so funny. his stand-up. I just watched Roadwork again. Dude, his stand-up is the best out there. I'm in love with David Tell. We can't talk about this two episodes in a row. It's embarrassing. Oh, did you with Kevin yeah. Brennan? Oh, my God. I like it just... I. Mm, yeah. How old is Kevin Brennan? He fucking didn't tell us. He said fifties, but I, I haven't. Googled. I think he he's. Googled he's. Googled. I think he's over fifty because he said fifty. He's but he like. Over 50. Yeah, but he like he did a little wink, like he was definitely lying. Like, well, because Sarah Silverman 50, is almost fifty, and he. What? 
She's yeah. She's like forty. She's like forties. Okay, is right. she not? I'm gonna run you through. I think she's like forty. I think she's pretty old. She biggest looks- comedy crushes. Uh, number one. Try to guess my number one biggest comedy crush. Oh God. Uh, women. Yep. Are we talking about okay? Because oh, number one is so Dave Hart. Two men also. Maria. Uh, no. Sarah. Nope. Roseanne. No. Janine. Oh, oh, Janine. I love Dude, Janine. I she moment. is so. Oh, I had the great complicated and wonderful. Uh, she, we did Montreal oh, together. She... We did a show together for CISO and neither of us did well. And she was super concerned about how bad she did. Yeah. She's turning 47 this year, by the way. Yeah. Who? God. Sarah? Yeah. Sarah's. I knew I was on point. I, I am in love with her, 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 yeah, her, 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 she's 46 and her birthday is December 1st. So she's turning 47 this year. Oh, well, my wife's Such 46 too. <laughs> Shit. She's not getting anywhere near that. <laughs> Sarah's beautiful. She is. Sarah, well, but Sarah, honestly, Sarah doesn't have any kids and isn't married. That's why she didn't fucking age. Yeah, dude, she like relaxes and smokes badly, and she yeah. didn't. But that's why also why Betty White looks good. No kids. No kids keeps you young. Women. Yeah, all the stories you hear of of like, oh, she died when she was 108 and her advice was never get married. Yeah. Like, Fuck. <laughs> it's so true, though. That shit, shit. ages you. That's a good call. It ages really good you. Call, dude. It really does. Oh my god! A like lot of, a men, lot of yeah. need, I th- Chelsea Handler also looks really. I, good. I don't mean to be insulting with this, but I feel like men and need women more than women need men. I'm going to agree on that. I I, yeah, I, I, I believe that wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. That's why women Except get stressed. When, carry more stress. I think I am so stressed it. in relationships. Yeah. Society flipped it so that it sounds like you need a man. Oh, of course, woman. and that's why we because they knew podcast. how much we didn't, so they were like, like "No, how can we no, fix this? No, yeah. they need us. No, they need us." Horse, <laughs> you're a spinster. Yeah, yeah. I, I was already thinking. I was like, I was like looking into my little dog's eyes today, and I was just like, I really don't need anything else. And I was like, Oh God, this is how I'm going to get trashed on the internet for this. They're going to be like this fat whore and her dog. Like that's how it's going to be. You I love dumb that you said slut. fat whore. Like you're not even remotely overweight. I, but that you. Look See? at look at my comments. I turned off my Instagram comments. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. We Are should you... make this part of the bonus episode since we're going over. We should just keep like keep like going. and no one likes no one likes. If looking. we're gonna make it part of the bonus episode, pour me another cocktail. The, um, uh, yeah, no, yeah. this is too good for the bonus episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> subscribe on Hal, everybody. Um, Stitcher. No, um, we uh, our bonus episodes are good, but I, I when it's but with seriously, a, when it's with a guest, cocktail. it doesn't work. <laughs> yes, it sir. doesn't work. Yes, Mister. No, I didn't mean it like that. No, I know. I know. Um, can I tell you that my favorite part of you is that you took your shoes off and you had socks on, but you yeah. seem like the kind of cool chick that would have smelly feet, but you like her anyway. I usually do. She does oh, have smelly I feet. You. I told you. She yeah. does have smelly feet. This is true. Wait, you smell them? No, I you, love you. You always talk about how bad your your feet smell. You've said it like a, I've known you for years. Oh, that's true. You're you like, know more about me than I know about me. <laughs> One well, of my favorite things about women is like when when you see the flaws in a woman. Then you go, oh, you let me in, you know? Should we start like, jerking off in front of each other? Oh, I can start <laughs> telling you my flaws. Tell me your flaws, I'll tell you my flaws. Oh, I had a panic attack on the plane yesterday. Oh my um, God, that was mine Sunday. Uh, P- well, P- I get very bad PMS and I couldn't, I had two projects that I had to work on on the plane 
And I needed to get them done because I didn't have any fucking time because I was in LA. I was filming. This is not happening. But it was my first ever TV taping. I was fucking horrified, even though the story was gold and I crushed it so yeah, hard. Really? I fucking crushed it so hard. But I, I didn't get any of the work done that I needed to do. Yeah. The internet wasn't working on the plane after I paid for it. And I need, and the my Microsoft Word wasn't was freezing. And I went into the bathroom for 20 minutes and cried. I got out and there was like a line of five people like me. We're waiting. I'm like, oh, were you? And I went back to my seat and started throwing shit. And Steven was like, can you not do that? Really? There's one. Uh, I have a problem with that. But I, I was told by my therapist <laughs> that it's the way you were taught to deal with problems as a child. See, I'm still trying to figure that out because my mom was, is bipolar. And I had a lot of fucked up shit oh. from that. And seeing my parents scream at each other when I was a kid. But I, I'm like, where, how do, I can't get out of it. Because I, 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 I was on the plane yesterday, the whole fucking plane ride. I was... The fact that I couldn't get any work done and all I wanted to do on that plane ride was get work done, I felt like I was suffocating. Ugh. And I couldn't I couldn't stop it. I mean, it was the, by the time we finally got home to the apartment, I was starting to feel okay. But really? I was horrible to Steven. I was being so, like, upset and crazy. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I sucked. Have, I, have, I do that. We call it firing hot in my house. Mm. So I come home firing hot. Mm. And my wife sees it. But my, my wife's really good at, like... Not uh, instigating it. Man, my wife's a gangster, like yep. legit, like break it down. Let's, let's get you calmed down. Go out to the man cave. Have a, have a scar. Yeah. I gotta have you guys in the man cave. Next time you guys come to LA, yeah. I would love to have you guys out there. Have cocktails and we'll do a podcast with my wife. I love oh, cigars. I love that. That's the only thing I've ever been able to contribute as far as like debauchery, like to teach. Yeah. Corinne taught me how to smoke one. And really? Wendy Starling, and I was like so happy. I was like, wow, I never and She's thought. really good at it. I'm like, <laughs> I thought you had an inhale. It's like when Macaulay Culkin don't. taught uh, Marilyn Manson how to smoke a joint for the movie Party Monster. That's what I felt like. What? Yeah. Yeah. Dropping knowledge. She told me that. <laughs> Marilyn I'm, I'm, that I'm obsessed with Marilyn Grant. Manson. This is, yeah. So. I went to, uh, we did the End of the World podcast with Bill Burr, Rogan, myself, and. Uh, Damn. That's someone else. Someone else. Someone else. Louis C.K. I don't know. No, I forget. It was another person. And Marilyn Manson was there. Oh, Doug Stanhope. Doug oh Stanhope. My Doug boyfriend's Stanhope. Peen Brothers with my with Marilyn, Marilyn Manson. Manson. What's Peen Brothers? They she, Marilyn Manson dated somebody, Beautiful. Stoya, a famous porn star. And then my oh, boyfriend yeah. dated her right after. That was I my, know Stoya. That was what my story was it's about. It's like Eskimo Brothers. Are you shitting me? Wait, we, what was your story about? It was about feeling femasculated for four years because Did you she, say femasculated? I did say that. Fuck yes. Yeah. Wait, keep going. And uh, <laughs> and how uh, when we first started dating, we I started dating him seven days after she dumped him after two years, broke his heart. And then all like she was on the cover of the Village Voice that said the prettiest girl in New York is a porn star. And she's all not this. the prettiest girl in New York. She's oh, she's beautiful, though. Like she like I said in the story, I'm like, she, she has the <laughs> face of Megan Fox and like the body of Megan Fox. And, and she's yeah. and here's, she's here's where the bro comes out of me. I'm like, yeah, I don't want a part of that. Well, yeah, but I mean, she's uh, she's Let fantastic and she's right nuts now. in I'll a great right way. Now. I'll tell you right now, I'm being real, and I and I'm no disrespect to your boyfriend. I would much rather date you than someone like that. You like the listeners, like no, yeah, because because no, no, I'm not. But what we're her. saying shit is on. like it doesn't matter. What I get you look it. Like. I totally get it. But Come like, on, that's like the message no, but, but like, of the podcast. But like, I would much rather hang out with a chick that makes me giggle in bed in the but morning. But she did. But she she's was cool. She's cool and funny. I don't give a fuck. She taught. 
I really don't know the bitch. She, I like, don't know her. introduced like books and, 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 and weird directors into Stephen's life. Like she's a cultural nerd. She fucking really? like stays home all day and reads. Yes. And, and oh, okay. that's what I'm saying. She's very smart. She is not what people I'm think of. I'm getting fucking hammered now. Has yeah, it, me too. Does it look like I'm hammered? Because I'm not yet. You're right. Cheers. I'm getting a little drunk. Um, now we're toasting. I yeah. have to work after this. <laughs> Let's not get too crazy. Where are you going? New York. No, no. Comedy, comedy club, New York Comedy Club. Oh, I thought yeah. we're like, we're here. No, 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 no. We just call it New York. I'm going Sorry. to New York City. New York Comedy Club. Um, I'm going to the Boss Roast. Keep going. Keep oh, going. I want to go to that. The let's go. Let's, let's take a, yes, we'll I share a cab. Um, but, uh, but yeah, but the, but the moral of the story, all these things I found, um, basically I texted her because I we interviewed her for the podcast and that was the, one of the Shut big the moments for me. Up. And when this is not happening came about and they were like, did you want to tell a story? I texted her and I go, can I tell the story about how I found your butthole fleshlight in Steven's closet while her apartment was getting flooded in the middle of Hurricane Sandy? And she was like, yeah, you can. That's hilarious. <laughs> like, but she, I mean, the story was, uh, it, I mean, I'm so excited to see that footage because I was so nervous. I heard this season's pretty ridiculous. It's, it's really I mean, good. all the guys that were on the lineup that I did it, I, they were pros. And I was like studying my notes for three hours before we like, before I had to go film. And like Tom Green was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm studying my notes. And he's like, Just Tom Green's story is pretty good. Yeah, his was amazing. I hosted and, a lot of the ones in LA. Oh, nice. So I, I, I mean, meaning or, like, like the practice ones. Oh, oh. They'd watch the set. Tom's Green story is pretty fucking yeah, bananas about Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, yeah. he's fucking sick. And Dan Soder is amazing. amazing. He was there. He's amazing. amazing. And he's done the show. I've never taped anything for TV, so I was very nervous. But it was for good. Real? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was on Master of None. I had one line sitting on a toilet. But that was... This was like just me yeah. for 15 minutes was very so legit yeah. TV credit. In my opinion, like, it's one of the best. I, I, I'll, I'll take that across. Over Conan, over Letterman. My, well, yeah, of course. My, yeah. yeah, it's because it's you talking. But I like that I was able to tell a story and hit emotional notes because the moral of that was like, I don't, she, when we interviewed her, she said that like, I feel like I'm on top, I'm standing on top of a pedestal inside a garbage can. And then I realized I was the garbage can and I was treating her like that in my head. And I called her a whore in the story because that's how, what I thought about her. Yeah. I was not proud to admit that, but that's honest. And then yeah. so be it's real. like, I want to be, yeah. And at the end I was like, I want to be part of the pedestal. I don't want to add to the garbage. That's really beautiful. <sighs> Thank I'm you. part of the I'm part of the garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, 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 it's yeah, fine yeah. though. You yeah, know, but you're... but I grew up like that. I can't. I can't. <laughs> it's really hard to change. It, it is really hard to change. That's to, also an excuse, though. You can change. I mean, like, because so many people are like, this is the way I grew up and this is what my parents well, did. Well, a lot of people okay. don't want to change. So but so I, tell me. So like like tell me, tell me how to not look at someone like Stoya and go, like, why didn't you just go to law school? Because she didn't want because, to. Yeah. I mean, I think the, the best way to get around, like, something feeling that way about the, somebody is to, like, uh, just, like, get to know more about them. Like, John Ronson suggested following people on Twitter that you hate or disagree with. Yeah. And I, I thought that, that was I, great. I, I follow Lindsay, uh, Lin, not Lindsay Pellis. That's the wrong person. Lindsay <laughs> no, who's the, who's the um, lady that debated Jim Norton? Oh, 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 about the rape joke. Uh, she was uh, at Jezebel Lindsay, for a long time. Yeah. I don't think her name's Lindsay. It's um, it's fucking uh, it's Lindsay. <sighs> oh, is it the heavy woman? Who yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, her name. Weight. You can't even say, you can't even describe her. Her name. You already feel guilty about doing it. No, 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 no. I don't feel guilty. She's no. very. She's, she's the, a, the, the one who her her book cover is like her drinking like a a, a blue Slurpee. Right? She's very famous. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know who this is. Oh, oh, I follow Mindy. It, no, no. What? Lindsay. Lindy West. Lindy, 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 West. Lindy West. Okay, guys, so uh, we were right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, um, I follow Lindy West, but I had to stop following her because. Didn't she go off Twitter? She wrote a whole piece about it. Well, I had to stop, I stopped yeah. following her before that because there was so much negativity 
and her responses. It was like it brought so much negativity that I was wasn't learning anything. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't mean that just because you follow someone you disagree with that you're definitely going to like them. But then you no, can kind of like decide am, whether look, or not. I, I am mean, on the fence, open minded, uh-huh. legit open minded. It's great. I, more people should be. I, I I would say I would always say I'm uh, liberal, but I think anyone would think I'm conservative, hmm. only because well yeah I'm, I'm liberal, but I'm not like I think Evergreen State. What's going on with that? I think that's fucking ridiculous. What's going on with that? Uh, it's too long of a conversation well see that's interesting because i think everyone would assume i am liberal but i don't really identify as liberal i'm certainly like left leaning not right leaning but definitely left leaning i don't like what like i don't like the like the liberal is an umbrella that i don't really want to be under these days a liberal the liberal umbrella i talked to moshe kasher about this Mm -hmm. and he said you know like and and by the way I'm, i'm 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 turning Moshe's words that are probably much more complicated this into a sentence. Mm-hmm. But he was like, you guys won, man. Congratulations. Meaning like the bros won. Mm-hmm. The li- alternative comedy is not what it was. This club comedy, the comedy store, the <laughs> seller, like this like Legion of Skanks or whatever, you know, like yeah. this bro comedy won. Mm-hmm. It, I'm simplizing what, uh, what Moshe said. But ultimately, as soon as I hear that, I start rearing back. And going like, no, I'm not. I, I'm always a contrarian about thought. So whatever, Good. Like, like if when, mm, when unless someone, you date one, <laughs> true. <laughs> my boyfriend is like the biggest contrarian. And I almost I punch. I almost like got in a physical fight with him every night. I wish my wife was more of a contrarian. <laughs> oh, I would love that. We have a debate every night. It's so tiring. Oh, oh. I want to date <laughs> Maybe, your boyfriend. Yeah, you guys would get along oh, great. <laughs> give, him, give him a burp for a night. Jesus, yeah. sleep yeah. over oh. at Bert's house. It's in a freezer. I'd love to lay in a bed with someone who wanted to talk about shit. My wife's just like, shut up, go to bed. You like you. Good night. So, yeah, uh, I mean, I talk until I, I mean, I I just, because I can't get that agitated before bed. That's how I do unassisted sleeps every night, but not by not getting myself here. That's the fucking key. Right before. Oh, I have to do Xanax. That's why I can't let, I can't listen to podcasts before bed. I can't listen to anything that'll get me fired up. Are you serious? Oh my God. I try and and then I'm like, I'm too fired up And you shouldn't look at the internet right before you go to bed because something will inevitably piss you off. You know, there's right now, there's someone laying in their bed with their iPad next to their head listening to Boy, they shouldn't listen like, to this before being like, bed. fuck, yeah. this is not the key. Yeah. No. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I'm a hardcore contrarian. And I'm also like, I'm a left-leaning, uh, probably conservative, I guess. Okay. I mean, like, I like, I don't know. I mean, people could be fiscally conservative and then socially liberal no, or I'm, blah, I'm, blah, I'm, blah. I'm, by the way, I want, I'm, I'm fiscally liberal. Yeah. Like I'm fiscally, I'm across the board, probably liberal, but I think what's happening with the liberal party right now is just ridiculous. Yeah. You don't want to really associate you, yourself with that. And you're like, like, it's you're extremism. Like, and by the way, I'm, I'm not, I, I think you can be conservative and not be on a Donald Trump's page. Totally. My Donald dad's Trump's a conservative a fuck, yeah. who my he, dad is too. He voted for Donald Trump and he really regrets it. And he's like, I fucking hate that guy. But I, and I really, <laughs> I mean, I respect that because he, he, but he also likes Sarah Palin and he likes Mitch McConnell and he likes Glenn Beck. He has Glenn Beck's book and, but he seems like a logical guy and him and I yeah. can have heated debates and Sarah Palin's so stupid. I but, know. But, but, I mean, that's on, a tough on. one to swallow. She's just I, a fucking idiot. Hold on. Hold on. I, I gotta hold say. On, and my dad's on. a logical What a dumb dumb. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Let's say you're in Anchorage, Alaska. You're at Chilkoot Charlie's having a cocktail. Okay. This is a real place. This is a real scenario. I have a friend from Alaska and she's very smart and worldly. So you're at Chilku Charlie's. You're having a Cosmopolitan and Sarah Palin <laughs> walks in and stands next to the bar to you. Do you go, 
oh my god it's sarah palin are you like fuck this bitch i wouldn't say either i would, I would laugh say, you would, would <laughs> there's you... sarah palin yeah oh. that's what i would say i would be like i don't like what she does for uh, she I makes love, women i love sarah palin <laughs> what I so, love does, sarah so does palin. my dad why do love... you love her because she's a little cuckoo i don't listen to anything she says right i just love you the love idea. like the persona yeah, my I dad love the idea my dad okay. read her book like my dad like oh for real yeah she wrote a book she yeah. didn't write it well, you know she, in quotes you know uh, she meaning, did not write meaning that ghostwriter. yeah Wait, i would I met a dude who had sex with Sarah Palin's daughter and I flipped out over him. <laughs> like, wow. I, but, like, but like the idea, she's a cultural icon in a weird way, you know, like, of course. Like, so, okay, I so, think it's so, Tina Fey and Lisa Ann. So if you meet George yeah. W. Bush, uh, the young one, <laughs> do you, do you say like, do you not do anything? Or you go, excuse I me, mean, sir. There is a, a certain amount of respect that because that man was president of the United Ugh. States. But you I, but boy, I his, hate, I hate boy, his family and yeah. what they did. His presidency sucked. And his, he's the dumbest president, I he, think. But you know, he's, he's like over here painting while Trump's being like, I think he's honestly more stupid than Donald Trump. I think he's, yeah, for real? He's, George W. was so stupid. He's very childlike. You realize he's going to go down in history as Ugh. one of the best conservative presidents what? ever. Yes, what? 100%. Hold on. Listen. George put this W.? Yes. The one we just had. Whoa. Because Yes, yes. Donald Trump is not have a good track record, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But people are going to look back in history and go, George Dub. I'm look. Wow. I can't do this. I like it needs. I need twenty years to prove my point. Right. I mean, trust me. The guy was not a bad guy. All he believed in was faith. I feel like he had this innocence to him. I feel like he just got it because his dad got it. But I mean, the thing that really irritated me was when you went watch uh, Michael Moore's film, uh, the, the Fahrenheit yes. 9-11, yes. and you see that he was in a children's classroom reading yes. a book to kids when 9-11 happened. And it took him minutes and you leave the room immediately. Even me, yeah. who's never even been like a president of my high school, okay. knows that you that a terrorist attack happened or, okay. or a building fell down and you don't even know if it's a terrorist attack yet but you kind of do because we all did is that you leave the room is that worse than grab them in the pussy that didn't bother me as much as it bothered other people. For, like, is bothered that me. worse than no Mexicans? Is he's that just, worse than the fucking travel ban? He's he a gar a, like Donald Trump's a garbage person, but I mean I don't, that doesn't make you stupid. George Bush, I'm look, I'm this is drunk talk. George Bush <laughs> will go down in history as one of the better presidents. I promise you that. I promise you that. Yeah. Only because look. The Middle East is complicated, but George Bush is the guy that came in. <laughs> the Middle said, East is complicated. So I want a T-shirt that it, says that. What about all the times where the ties between him and the and the families of the terrorists? He, he skated out. He skated out of that. Hillary caught the brunt of that. Of yeah, like I know. The corporate thing. Hillary caught That's yeah. where I everything. So I go. I go. How dare you guys skip over George I'll put Bush? Put it on Hillary. Dude, yeah. yeah, and then Hillary's the. It's because she's a woman, uh, dude. We, Don't get me started. I'm so I got two glad that the Don't whole me, fucking yeah. country got to see. But then when I some got of two them daughters, like, I am a fucking oh god, pro my, feminist. My hardcore. mom's yeah, my mom sent me this whole article about how uh, you go going deeper into how it was so affected by sex. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. because you saw every woman identified with the yeah, in all three debates. Finest. Hillary was just like giving factual information and like well thought out points. And then Donald Trump was like, no, 
no lies. Yeah. And it's like, bro, every woman in their life has had at least yeah. one moment where they have Dude. been there and they've been condescended and they've been the overqualified person. And a man who doesn't know what the fuck he's doing goes, no, no. Yeah. And everyone's like, I'm a vote for the man. And yeah. you're like, oh, Christ oh, almighty. Could, could I lost my mind watching those debates. Me too. I was like, she's winning. Oh, I was like, oh, great. Dude, we went, to the, we went to the polls, me and my wife. And, my, and I was like, I, I literally, I swear to you all my children, I was on the fence. I was like, I, I didn't, I'm not a, I, I really wanted Bernie. Mm -hmm. I really wanted Bernie because of Sarah. Sarah's pitch of Bernie was like, for me, was like. But Sarah Silverman's? Yeah, yeah Sarah but then when mm -hmm. Sarah, in the, it, during the, D, the DNC, Sarah was like, you need to, if you. Stop being are ridiculous. Yeah, stop it. Just yeah. stop it. Like vote for Hillary, you fucking idiots. Yeah. And, Basically. And so I went to the polls going like, I wanted Bernie. I thought about that other guy, Jack Johnson, or whatever the independence <laughs> the name sing, was. I was going to say, barefoot singer? So, I can't find this. But when you go to the moment where you register a vote, that's who the fuck you are. When you register your vote, when you go, that's it. Mm -hmm. That's who the fuck you are. And yeah. I, I, I voted for the chick. <laughs> I hope you called her the chick, too. I said it to my wife. My wife goes, my wife was waiting for me. We had rode our bikes to go vote. And my Aww. wife goes, uh, who'd you vote for? I go, I voted for the check. And my wife's like, thank fucking God. Yeah. yeah. But it's, I think it's also that, I don't know. I think, I don't know, whatever. I'm fucking drunk. All right. Where can we find you online? Uh, how much time did we do? A lot. An hour, this is going to be the longest podcast episode minutes. of all time. <laughs> uh, go to burtburtburt.com. I'm sorry, who? B-E-R-T, B-E-R-T, B-E-R-T.com. <laughs> I'm going to steal that and put that on my podcast. Please do. <laughs> hey, I really want you guys to come out and do my podcast. We would love uh, by the to. way, what I want to do with my podcast is I would love to have you guys out on my podcast, but do it with my wife and my daughters. Like, do Oh like my a, God, I would love that. I've had, I've had my daughters on the podcast before, but it never turns out good. It's always bros. Dude, I fucking love kids. I love, I would love to, I would love to have you guys people. on my podcast, get drunk, have my wife come in, with get your kids? drunk. No, my kids will we'll keep them inside. But like, I, I really yeah that sounds awesome i love what you guys are doing thank i really you. do i really thank you do. bert by the way the podcast with kevin brandon with that that mm -hmm. kid that was uh transgendered right mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah the new alternatives people yeah i love you guys there'll be one on this one too because yeah. this, yeah, this is the last our one last one it. for june yeah it was so it's a great organization cool. thank you it it's, so it's important cool. to hand the microphone to other people it really is you know? it really is and like and like very seldomly do you sit as a comic or as a person and blink your eyes and go like, oh, they're really good people. Like, they're really good. Like, this is cool. I'm glad. I'm going to listen to this. Like, yeah. you know, I skip over ads. You skip over ads too, yeah. I'm sure. Like, well, and, and, we and, encourage and you know, that. You know, yeah, we're like, you can press fast forward right now. Just don't yeah. complain yeah. to this us about episode. it. Yeah, like, exactly. you know, with Marin, when Marin has Kumail on to yeah. promote a project, yeah, yeah. you skip through it. Yeah. No offense, Kumail. Oh, I you're like, yeah, absolutely. You're like, I want to get to fucking. You get the interview. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear the interview. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I listened to the whole thing and I was like, I, my, my heart swole. I think that's as a father, but. uh I've had a great time. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. you. We so really appreciate this. This was really fun. Yeah, Bert, 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 What about Twitter? You on Twitter? Yeah. What is it? Bert Kreischer? Yeah, just find it. Okay, we'll I put it We'll so put it in the description. No, it's so okay. We'll put all your social media in yeah. the description. Of the it's a hard then, one to spell, you, but yeah. Yeah, it, it's tough. If you want, I always say, if you want to find me, you'll find me. Like, True. I never, you know. That's good. That'll then, definitely pay the bills. Yeah, if you guys... If, <laughs> So true. So true. <laughs> well done. <laughs> and then, then I'll have you guys on my podcast. <laughs>
just end this fucking thing. It's been great. Thanks so much so bad. Uh, for listening to Guys We Fuck the Anti Slut Jamie podcast. We'll talk to you next Friday. on Freeform. Inspired by the women of Cosmo, the bold type follows three 20-somethings trying to make their mark as they cover sex, politics, and fashion at a prominent women's magazine, all while going through the ups and downs of adulting. And they aren't keeping quiet about it. The bold type, Tuesdays at 9, 8 central on Freeform.